And now for something completely different. Imagine a, imagine a show that's like, we put one partner with a random streamer and they have to sail on a sloop and then... Well, because this is the thing, right? So yeah. the majority of girls, when they're when they're obviously the streaming, they're trying to give it the cutesy whatever, and they and they give it the that. That's exactly what I wanted. Then I guess you do. Yeah, I mean, it really affects me. I'm doing this thing made by blurbs, and then what the che the just, cheater? This is totally professional, by the way, Katie. So just expect complete professionalism. hundred percent. The entire okay. time. I'm on my you game. Completely know what we're doing. Percent yeah. planned everything. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't even wrote down any. Anything. Over to, over to chicken. That's what I expect. 100. I mean, I, I've, I've said, for, I said like three times I was going to write down a list of things to talk about, but I was, yeah, I was shitting. So, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the best time to do anything. Yeah, right. I was watching, I was watching um, highlights from the Amber Heard's Johnny Depp case because I've been oh. really tied into that. Yeah. Oh, that's forgivable. Did they, did they, like, confirm that it was her who pooped on the bed? <laughs> um she so she she's heavily denied it she's heavily denied it but oh yeah there's yeah that makes sense if it were me i'd deny that. the whole time i'd be like nah definitely not me but i would know i would know it was me <laughs> 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 it's like yeah no one else needs to know no one's gonna believe it but <laughs> i knew bring, 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 i knew bring in a broad body language specialist she's lying it was her. <laughs> oh it's you too tell. funny yeah, I mean the majority of this, the majority of stuff, I think we've got in our texture anyway. Like, yeah, we've got some. Yeah, we've got some. Yeah, got to yeah, talk about burnout three take takedown, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm literate. Yeah, when we when we uh, posted on your on your tweet, we were, we were all sitting in a VC and we were like, I really hope she takes this the right way. Do you, do you remember? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, your your burnout yeah. one. Oh, we yeah, 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 yeah. And we all came to the conclusion was... you would, so... Oh, yeah, we, 100%. We for it. 100%. So the meme commenced. I feel like any time uh, I post anything, it's a joke. Unless I'm, like, it, it's, like, a serious thing. But for the most part, everything I say is, like, either, like, sarcasm or, <laughs> or like, just be <laughs> messing around. That's fair. And, and <laughs> I, think, I, I think the reason, sort of, it struck a chord with us is that... Mm -hmm. We've we've been sort of noticing the amount of CFE streamers that have right. been taking breaks or taking hiatuses or simply, I mean, it's a horrible thing to say, but sort of having mini meltdowns yeah. more often than not on Twitter or on in the, in the public eye, and it's yeah, it was. I, I think there was a juxtaposition with the fact that um, there a lot of people obviously striving for. CSP's partner, a lot of people are striving for Twitch partner, and on the CFE's side, there's been very little movement because um, the last intake of CFE's partners was last September. Yeah. That, and that is nine months ago. I mean, I it will be, uh, it'll be nine months, ten months next month, which is just crazy. Yeah, and I think before, like prior to that, I think people were kind of used to seeing it on a roll, more rolling basis, but more of like every three or four months or something like that, there'd be like a new group, or I like to call it like a class or like a, I don't know. No, like the, I, I, I don't think, know. Yeah. So no, it's, I think, it was a three month rolling cycle. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Two years, every three months, the first week of the month, every three months, without fail, right. there was a new intake of partners. And then in September 2021, Bang! It right. stopped. Right. I think uh, I haven't even took any new YouTube partners in ages, though. Either. Yeah. Wasn't the last like, one? I've been thinking about it. And it's like 
There's like this Cliff the Story guy dude, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's up. like he's yeah, and he's got like videos of like 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 tons and tons of, tons of views, yeah. which is like yeah. unheard of in Sea of Thieves. Like you know, he's he's matching videos that have been out for Sea of Thieves for years. Yeah. With videos that have been out with for weeks, mm-hmm. yeah, and like it's 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 insane, the- and and it's like he'd he'd be like an easy. You'd think that rare would just be like bang, yeah. you come in now, but they haven't. But that's the problem is like there. It's not like there's a lack of talent. That's not the issue. Like there's no. It's not like there's a lack of like upcoming see if these streamers or see if these YouTubers or anything like that. I think the issue comes with like there's been no word from Rare about any of this for at all. Like not even addressing it. I think that's what's causing people to freak out and get upset because how much could you take if you're trying to reach a goal? And like in the past, it's been like okay, I'll know even if they don't respond to your email because first of all, that's a whole thing. So like even if they even if you send in your application like six times and you get no response, you're like, okay, well, at least in a month or two months or three months, I might have an answer, whether I get one via email or not. I might have an answer. So uh, I'll just wait until then. If I don't get it, then I'll try again. I'll wait three more months, see how it goes. Like there was a there was a rhythm to it, right? And now there's just no music whatsoever because it's gone completely silent. And so I think that creates this this culture of people that are trying to work towards these goals that they've seen other people achieve in the past. And they're wondering, is it me? What am I doing wrong? Are they looking for something that doesn't exist? Like what is happening? And that can be frustrating if this is your livelihood or even if it's not your livelihood, but it's it's something that you do every day, a goal that you're working towards. And um, I know for some people, like they've gotten Twitch partner already, but they haven't had any word from Rare about see if these partner. And I'm sure there's been thousands of applications submitted since last September. Um, But at the same time, it's hard because it's like, I can't imagine being in those, (laughs) that position and being like, will I ever know? Like, is there ever going to be word on my four applications that I've submitted or whatever it is. Like, I remember for me, I submitted like one or two and I was like freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm not getting a response. Am I gonna like, do they care? Like what's happening? And then um, when they announced everybody was when I found out that I was partnered. So it's like, it's, it's that, I think it's just that unknowing that like, I have no idea if I'm ever gonna find out. So like, what's the point of me doing this and working so hard for something that I might not ever even like get any feedback on you know and i, I mean that I was totally that was the that. approach that i took because i put in my first application when i was hitting the ten thousand hours and i was also getting like a thousand uh i think a thousand views average every tw- every two days on my youtube yeah so i put in an application and then i didn't hear anything and then on my second application i i, I was still hitting that and i was like I'm not going to keep applying to this. So this right. is my last application. And if you don't take it, I'm not applying again because I'm not going to be put into this cycle of constantly applying for something that it doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things. Right. So it, I didn't want to get stuck in that depre- yeah. depressive state, you know? Yeah. And I like even when I was working towards it, like I know that there was a group that was in like three months before I did, but I kind of at least had that expectation and it was true. Like I waited three months and then they reviewed my application. And if I thought if I didn't get it in September, okay, I'll wait till December. Maybe I'll get it in December. And like, I would just keep going through that. But at least there was like a point in time that I could put on my calendar and be like, this is when maybe I'll have an answer. But now there's just, it's just all unknown. And that's, that's terrifying. So I totally get where everyone's at. One of the worst things as well is they're more, active on their socials than like 
a lot of the other like things yeah. and like when with the with the with the be more pirate bloody hat of unfeasibly <laughs> whatever the, 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 the funny blue hat yeah. that yeah, everybody the keeps calling it. now as well. Yeah, the funny. Yeah, now you can get the funny blue. But that that hat that everybody's going on about and stuff. Like they they like actively are DMing people and being like, "Hey, can you send us a game attack?" And it's like, why can't you just hit up the people sending in a partner application? Be like, bro. Yeah. Maybe soon or like <laughs> we've got your application. We'll get to you soon because even like the even the support. Like even the even like rare support right. is bad. Yeah. Like and I mean I don't like no it's it's like the it's it's I'm I'm not gonna like I'm not like sitting here it's like shit talking but the support is is poor. Mm-hmm. You know I was because, I was laughing because like, Gus had a had a run in with with him earlier. Oh geez. Yeah. Well, no no I, I, you may have noticed that in the week I've changed my username from Godfather eighty to Godfather so I yeah. I use I use the one the one name change that that, that basically a Twitch partner perk. Yeah. So within half an hour, Twitch came back and said, "Yeah, you can have it, but you've right. got to take it now." So I, I just took the chance. It's, it's way it means I've got to change all of my merch and all of my branding, and yeah. I'll get around to that. But it's worth it because Godfather dropping the numbers is 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 a good idea. Yeah. So yeah. I so I I DM I raised the ticket with Rare and said, "Look, you're still showing me as Godfather eighty on my linked account between Twitch and Sea of Thieves." And yeah. I said, in terms of drops or my creator crew status, when I've got drops, um, you know, when they do everyone drops, I said, is that going to affect it? Because I don't want to disconnect my accounts because it says you'll lose your status as a creator crew member right. and, and potentially lose records. And I said, is that a problem? And I raised a ticket and I got a really quick response, but the response was, mm-hmm, just see yeah. how it goes. Right. Um, so, so it's just like, yeah. um, it was it, it was a, it was a bit random. But going, yeah. going back to what we were saying before, um, Katie, I thought you took a very traditional route of what I thought at the time was a very traditional route. So you get CFE's partner, and that normally then gives you the boost through some of the perks and exposure, etc., to get to Twitch partner. Right. And I saw several other... Op- uh, um, there's several other, in, we could call and I do like this, uh, in your class, mm-hmm. and, and several others in, in similar classes take that journey and make yeah. that journey of CFE's partner, Twitch partner, bomb. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, obviously, you've done great. You've kicked on, and you've done other things as well, and really sort of expanded the, your portfolio of influence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, but that's now been turned on its head, and you're absolutely right because we've had that that veil of silence, mm-hmm. um, and because other things rare have done, yeah. the orb, the creative crew stuff, sort TV. You've now got this glut of people, and you know, I'm lucky enough to include myself in that, that have done it completely the other way around. So we're all sat there now as Twitch partners, <laughs> yeah, going. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and and they're way more. They're bigger names than me above me in in that list. I'm, by the way, I'm not expecting to be on any, on any new list because I'm still doing this as, as part time hobby stuff. But right. there are full time there are full timers that absolutely yeah. have that those ten k hours and consistently mm-hmm. hit those ten k hours and have been hitting those ten k hours for six months. Right, and and I just sat there sort of bewildered because of that. Just blanket silence from Rare, and it yeah. is—it's it, unsettling for them. And and you know, and because they've committed so much time, they don't. There are it, a lot of idle threats made about moving away on changing right. games, but none of them really do because right. it's, this is what they build their community on. Yeah, it's not only that's that's another, that's another thing. It's not only frustrating for the streamer, but it's also frustrating for their communities. Like yeah, you, yeah. the the CFT's community was you know well aware of the partner rollout every three months. You get a new right. set of partners, and. You know, when when your when your uh, community saw that you get like partnership, they're they're happy for you, and you know they celebrate because of you know they were the ones that pushed you towards that. Right. But I think I think that you know not it's not only frustrating for 
the streamer, but it's also frustrating for their their community. And you know, it and you also get stuff like, oh, you, I thought you were Seathie's partner, or you're not Seathie's partner yet. And then that you know right. that also why don't keeps you have drops. Right. Yeah, that keeps yeah. Why don't you have drops? And, it, you yeah. keep, and it's it's just tumbling. And it keeps coming. <laughs> When's the six pack giveaway? Yeah, well, mate. Sorry. I remember. I remember when I was, you know, going like as part of my like working towards see these partner and stuff like that. Like I remember people would come in my chat and like tell me names of who they thought was going to be partner in the next like wave, and it was never me, which was hilarious because they'd be like, "I think this person's going to get it, and this person's going to," and nobody ever was like, "I think you'll get it," and I was just like torn by that. But um, I, my question now is like. I feel like now that they've been silent for however, what, nine months or whatever it's been, like, they can't just, like, I don't know how many people were in my quote-unquote class, but I feel like it was, like, below 20, maybe around 20, but how many are they gonna partner now that it's been nine months, and, like, will that kind of dim that light of partnership? Like, what if they bring in 100 new partners? Then what? Like, Jesus then... Christ. You know, how are we? There's gonna... already what, like a hundred and something, anyway. Yeah, there's already over a hundred. Yeah. They've but... they've had a bit of a mini cull, so there is at the moment on the partner directory, there's a hundred and one partners. Yeah. On the... Well, this is the thing. Not everybody's on the directory because no. when we when we join, we were told that um, we need to give in our info to be put on the directory by a certain date. I'm one of the people who didn't because <laughs> I didn't have internet at the time, mm. so. I'm not on the directory and there's a couple other people who aren't on the directory. I know that since like people have like changed their logos and stuff and been like, Hey, I want to change it on the directory. Can I do that? Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing that they've done that. But like, I don't know if like, if I was to hit them up and be like, Hey, I'm on the directory. Can you put me on? I don't know if they would. Mm. That is because we were given that kind of like timeline. So I was just like, Oh, I'll just wait till the next intake. And (laughs) there wasn't one. That that (laughs) sort of partner page hasn't been updated for fucking years. Like fucking, if you go into the sort of partner one, fucking, and it's still got old logos. It's like, these are our partners. And you got fucking Alex's symbol there. And it's just like, (laughs) Jesus, you you don't get updates. Dude's been removed for how long? Been badmouthing the the, the partner program for how long? Been badmouthing the company for how long? I just, his logo I, still it, he has changed his logo, so it's his old logo that was that's been shown there. That's <laughs> even worse. I know. I agree. I don't know. It just it really creates a lot of questions in my mind about how they're gonna move forward. Like again, there was no communication. Like even when it was on a three month basis, I don't think they blatantly said like every three months we're gonna have new partners. Like we kind of just figured that out as time went on. Um, but I feel like without the communication around the partner program, again, I've had so many people reach out to me and say how discouraged they are and say, I don't know why I do this anymore. It's not worth it. Like I am better off trying another game, you know, restructuring my community around a different game. And we've seen that even with some Sea of Thieves partners, they're starting to play other games. They're starting to do other things. And I mean, honestly, I think as far as this community goes, I'll always love this community. I'll always like will attribute my growth on Twitch to this community solely and you know everything that has happened uh with my partnership in Sea of Thieves and you know my partnership with Twitch and stuff like that but at the end of the day like just as a creator in general you have to try other things and do other things but it's sad when it's because there's no communication there's no like you know recognition or or validation at all and you've been doing this for longer than the last nine months and you're just sitting there like I mean there's people that are not partnered that have been playing Sea of Thieves longer than I've been playing Sea of Thieves and have been streaming Sea of Thieves longer than I've been playing like streaming Sea of Thieves. And so I think for those people, it can become very personal. And uh, I think that that's just really, really tough. And I think that Rare has to have better communication around those those, um, aspects and just better communication around people's 
feelings. I mean, these are people that are for free streaming your game every day. I think that the least you can do is kind of owe them a response by email, you know, <laughs> like even if it's just directly to them, like, hey, we looked over your application, whatever, like, and maybe they've just gotten themselves in a pickle. Maybe there's so many applications coming in that they just can't keep up. They had to take a break. They had to, you know, redo their whole like program or whatever it is. But regardless, in the interim, there should be like some sort of outreach some because you're just creating a culture of people being burnt out by this and this whole situation and moving to other games and just being like, I can't do this anymore mentally. So I think even if it's just, we don't know when we're going to have the next rollout, but we want you to know that we've seen your application. We're looking into it, whatever. I think a lot of people would be like, Hey, at least they know that I submitted an application and maybe I'll have an answer someday. But right now it's just completely completely nothing. And I can imagine how being left in the dark like that can be really unsettling. And you can take that super personally and be like, I don't know why I do this anymore, you know? So I get that a hundred percent. And I, I feel for those people for sure. I think uh, I was going to say, I think another issue as well is that like when you see those big, big names, I mean, like I think there's like two or three people in the top 10 that aren't partners and you're right. hitting right. you're hitting just in requirements and you're like well if these three people that are doing three times more than me are not partners right then what's my chances of being a partner because they they deserve it way more than i do right but you know i'm i'm getting ignored, ignored as well so are we are we all in this but you know we're not on the same level they're, they're three times larger than me mm-hmm. and they're even there again getting ignored so it's it's you know that that could be another way that people give up yeah because you know the top 50 of when you used to go and look at the top 50 streamers on sea of thieves that actually used to mean something right right because that's that's like so you could see like before i was partnered the intake before that and the intake before that you could see that the majority of the people who were getting partnered were at least in that top 50 kind of area mm-hmm. and if they weren't top 50 they were like higher end of the top 100 right so like you know more towards like 75 plus right and they were all hitting this like this you know the same thing but then again so were the partners like all of the other partners who already because now they've got some partners who are like after requirements i had a look the other day and there was a couple of partners who were on like 2000 out like 2000 hours and it's like bruh yeah really it's like I've seen your average. Did you play it for twenty minutes? Yeah. Like, well, what the hell's going on? Right. And and it and that that used to mean something, but now you look at it and it's like some of those people, like you know, fucking Mixel's probably like the perfect example of somebody who's been like one of the fucking most watched Sea of Thieves streamers. And I don't know about all the controversy like behind the fucking scenes or whatever. I know he posted that big thing and I did read it. And, yeah, I read that too. And I don't know. I don't know what like I, I like I don't know what the fuck's going on with that whole situation, <laughs> but like. You know, there's people at that level. It's like with Rob Raven as well. There was Rob Raven was up there for so long, like for fucking ages. And you would have thought, like, even before, like, without the fucking partner rollout, they'd just been like you. Yeah, yeah. no. Like, that's just, it just seems logical. And, yeah. like, when I was going through my partner applications, all that stuff, I put in four applications. And in between that, I was running a charity event and I got in touch with Rare mm-hmm. and they ignored my applications. They messaged me back about the charity event and then they ignored my next application. I was like, you've got somebody there yeah. reading my emails, yeah. read my applications and just be like, nah, right. or later, or yes, just 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 because they've got somebody there doing it. Right. And it's just, yeah, no, it's like, they're just not giving people any validation at all. And even now, like the top 50 is 
consist used to be like ten thousand hours plus right. or you know around that kind of level now it can be anywhere between like three thousand hours and like mm -hmm. twenty thousand hours when you're looking at like boxy yeah. and fucking people like that yeah, you know? like right. summit and festivity hop on for a day and it's seventy thousand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's like when xqc came and played it for 20 minutes yeah. he was the top fucking sea of thieves like yeah all month because he played it for 20 minutes logged in he was like game bar shit and logged out yep. and it's like cool yeah nice one you just fuck the analytics for the next month oh, bro man. nice one bro I know. But, but that's that's a consequence of something we've, we've spoken about before on, on, on the podcast is that um what well firstly i've got limited sympathy because in the end rare owned by microsoft funding mm -hmm. resources is not an issue in terms of staffing right. to, to to get enough people to read emails and, and answer these people even if it's just with a blooming boilerplate for christ's sakes right it can it's just be we can auto response yeah, exactly the, the, the second thing is is that and this is something we've spoken about uh at length is that pirates life changed the game for everybody in content yeah. creation in cfes because before when I first started seeing thieves, um, properly dedicated seeing thieves, that's jet, and it seems like an absolute lifetime ago, but it's not. It's January <laughs> 2021, right? Yeah. I switched from just chatting to CFEs. There was about, on average, between 50 and 60 channels live on Twitch streaming CFEs. Mm. Pirates Live changed that completely, and it's still the same today. So during the week, but the problem is, the overarching problem is that the viewer base hasn't actually gone up. Right. And so it's now. On average, 100 to 150 live channels of CFEs at any yeah. given point, 24 hours a day. And if you are in the middle of, say, the European morning, <laughs> your average view account uh, for the whole of CFEs is around two to two and a half thousand people. Yeah. So you've got 150 channels. And so if you, if you pluck 11 a.m. on a weekday morning, you've got literally seven to 800 people watching Beardageddon. Mm -hmm. And and therefore, another, then a further 149 channels squabbling over 1,200 people. Yeah, it's it's a very different landscape, and 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 that sort of explains what Vim's talking about, where mm -hmm. the overarching averages of everybody has taken a step down to a point because there's just so many more of us. Yeah, going after the same amount of people. Right. And I think. Um, I, think it's, it's, I think as well. If like, you were to that, like stuff like that, what we were talking about, like that also. Um, that like kind of discredits the the partner program because those partners are still raking in those huge amounts of numbers during drops and and just normally. Right. So when you bring in the next wave of partners, they're not going to get that same yeah. boost that the first partners did and the second set of partners, and it slowly starts to wash down of how much extra like you know support you're getting. Unfortunately. Yeah. I will say, and this is, I think this is kind of controversial because people have opinions on it for sure. But I know like Summit's been streaming Sea of Thieves a lot and a lot of people have been watching him play Sea of Thieves. And then I think a lot of them are like, oh, maybe I should play this game. But then, you know, that doesn't create people who are going to stick around for ever, you know? And um, so I, I've had some more people coming into the chat and I would say it's probably because some of those bigger, like we had the Invitational with Dr. Disrespect and stuff like that. So some of those big like name um streamers have been playing here and there and i think that's great um i know it's controversial i know some people are like well they shouldn't they're taking the viewer base they're doing all this stuff but i think there's also that flip side of like well they're you know creating people that might enjoy watching this game that might not have before and i i love that i love when somebody comes in my chat and is like hey i just started playing a week ago uh what do i do and i'm like okay let's go like everyone in the <laughs> chat give your suggestions you know like it's great put all the kegs on your yeah. ship now <laughs> exactly but i i also know 
know that, you know, there's certain times of the day, just like any game where it's like, yeah, you know, Boxy is going to be streaming or Pace is going to be streaming in the US. And it's like, well, that's going to be hard to compete with. But, you know, you still try to get your share of the market and do what you can with it. I'd say, you know, for me personally, since I was part of the like since I was partnered with CF Thieves, my channel hasn't grown like that much. I mean, I probably average around 120 now and I averaged like 70 before. So it's grown, but it's been a slow grow and I've done other stuff in my channel to like make sure that I am growing in that way. But I mean, people, I think, I think the reason people get so excited about the partner program and rightly so is because yeah, you have those privileges, you have drops, you have obsidian six packs that you get to give away almost daily. And you know, that, that in itself is a big allure to people to come into the chat and stuff like that. But, um, as far as like, you know, giveaways and stuff. I think your channel has to be a little bit more than that because if your allure is just giveaways, then, you know, there's going to come a time when, you know, I don't know, even, regardless of if you're SOP partner or not, where, you know, people are going to need more from you than just like a giveaway. And for the most part, for me, I know what people are there for the giveaway and which ones aren't because they'll come in the first like couple minutes, put their tickets in the giveaway and then they'll leave. So again, it, it has to be your content and stuff like that. But um, I know that it's a big allure. I mean, having a giveaway every single day is really appealing. Um, if you're someone who streams like Monday through Friday, you get, you know, an obsidian six pack every single day that you're going live. Or if you skip a day, you get two, like whatever it is, that definitely draws people in. But you also have to be able to hold them. And that's another skill that I think is um, something that even if you're in the partner program could be worked on and something, that's, you know, we all have to think about. That's why I think those like the obviously a lot of people use those six packs as daily giveaways. Yeah. But I feel like those those caps and giveaways that you run a month, they they're mm. more elusive. And also that that means that you run that for 28 days, meaning that if someone wants that capstone or wants to get that giveaway, they watch over that 28 day period and maybe yeah. 14 days through, they're like, actually, I kind of like this content. I'm now right. not watching for the, the capstone I'm watching because I actually enjoy this content. And then when they get to the capstone and they don't win, they're like, all right, I'll come back next time, but I'm right. going to watch anyway, regardless. Yeah, it's true. But then a lot, a lot of people do different things with their capstan. So people will just like randomly give it away or do like five yeah, a day yeah. or whatever. So it really just depends on your content strategy at that point. And I think that's a really good idea um, that a lot of partners could utilize. But I also don't like there's going to be people that will come in and be like a capstan in 30 days. Like, I don't know. That's too long. I don't I'm just going to like find a different way. I'll enter on the forums or something because they do those giveaways on the forums as well. They do them on community day. So, you know, it, it's just it's like. It's kind of... You're looking at the guy you run a ferryman for six months and kept retention <laughs> the whole time. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the universal give It's the universal welcome now in all chats. It's exponential right. giveaway. So right. it's, it's what it is. It, I mean, yeah. I, I, I've sort of would take issue with those people that would get... Take offense to people like Doc or or um, Summit playing Sea of Thieves because... Yeah, and, and the whole Boom TV thing as a whole. That's, because that's what they need. That's what this game needs. The one-time thing. Right. That, no, well, but, the Boom but, TV if, was. If if you take that viewpoint, see if these will never grow. We will just be in our own little insular community, just yelling right. at each other for the end of time. If see yeah. if he wants to burst through out, you know, it's it's roughly normally top thirty to top fifty games on Twitch. If it ever wants to break into break into that top twenty then it has to expand. It has to attract those bigger names because if they're not playing the game, if they're not showing attention to the game, you're not going to reach that extended audience. Right. Everybody that, that that is drawn to us, that, that you know, the average five, five and a half mm. thousand people at peak time that are watching Sea of Thieves at any moment, mm. sometimes it's up to 10,000. They're people that play Sea of Thieves. They right. are people that, that will keep coming back to the game. They're your loyal audience. They're not the people you need to win over. It's right. how do you bring 
the people that played for one minute of Pirate Life and then said, nah, hey, it. How yeah. do you get them back? That's the people we need to, and that's the people that Dot can reach. They're the people that Summit can reach. Right. And, and if if you guys are seeing, you know, as as partners are supporting that, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely on YouTube. If 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 you guys are supporting that through through the existing partner program, that's exactly the way way to do it. Because then again, it. I mean, we'll probably come on to it, but the, the, some of the backlash over some of the people that got picked mm. for that Boom TV tournament was just, oh, yeah. yeah, it was just, <laughs> boof. It's just yeah. like, it was. You no, know so, yeah, I actually, I've actually forgotten all about the Boom TV the event. And then when yeah. you mentioned when you mentioned it, I was like, oh shit, that's why we wanted to get you on because we wanted to talk about that as well, like because yeah. it was a the biggest thing that's ever happened to Sea of Thieves since uh, Pirates Life, right? And then one of the biggest dramas as well. <laughs> I mean, any anything that has that much attention is going to have a lot of hate and a lot of love. So it was. I mean, honestly, <sighs> I when that happened, the Boom TV tournament thing. There was rumblings, like people were like, what is going on? Like they posted this, but nobody was in it. So we were like, who's going to be competing in this? Because no, not like no one is part of it. And so they started reaching out to people here and there. And then I think that was on a Friday. And I think they reached out to me on like a Tuesday, the Tuesday before the tournament. And they were like, hey, would you want to be a captain? We're looking for captains. And I was the like, Tuesday okay. Before the, the yeah. Tuesday before I'm the not kidding you. on a Friday. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. grand tournament Tuesday before. It was a Tuesday before <laughs> the Friday tournament. And I remember they didn't wow. tell us any details about what was going to happen during the tournament. They just, I knew that uh, Dr. Disrespect was going to be in it. There was rumblings of some other names. I wasn't sure exactly who, uh, but I had like a, an idea of maybe who would be in it and then they didn't tell us like what format it was until the day before i literally remember this That's so well insane. they told us i created my whole team because as you guys might know my whole team was like pere doink exam like the sweatiest nal team <laughs> you went and got the sweat i did i thought it was gonna be like i thought it was gonna be like a freaking lash of standing or something i was like let's yeah. go like we're getting the big guns out here like i literally and you had them bingo yeah i literally said to pere i was like i don't know what this is gonna be yet. i have no details but i need you on my team and he was like okay and then literally like yeah you guys ready to pv oh dude yeah we were like competing against the rest of like his whole like nal team and everything like we got in like all these like little 1v1s and we were like scrimming and everything and then the day before they're like oh by the way it's gonna be bingo and we were like cool (laughs) two little ducks 22 but honestly I, I i will say that it was a really cool experience i know there was some uh issues with it and obviously there's things that could have been done better there's like rules that should have been more clearly seated but i i honestly feel like the way that this was again i i found out tuesday i was in it i learned about what was going to be happening on Thursday and it was on Friday. So I think in the future, I think there needs to be a little bit more of a planning phase. There needs to be more outreach. They need to do a little bit more research. But I will say that um, on my end, the event itself, I think, was a lot of fun. And I know um, like the guys that I was sailing with, they were just honored to be part of it as well. And uh, I know everyone that was part of it was just really excited to be there. Um, But I will say that coming with that, um like people knowing that i was going to be part of it and stuff like that there was also this like kind of shock of like why are you in it why you of all people like i've just became partner like in september or whatever and i i I will say that i feel like there was a sentiment of like there's all these big 
male streamers and and a lot of really good content creators and stuff like that and my numbers weren't at that level and so people were confused but at the end of the day i think um you know if you're a, a good content creator that's been playing this game and you know they they whatever reason it was they wanted me to participate in it and so i was excited to get that chance and i felt like i deserved to be there just as much as anyone else and it was just a shame that people looked at me being in that as like a weird like uh like awful thing and i think there might have been some jealousy because yeah there was only a certain amount of spots that could be you know in that tournament it was five captains and like you know a, a galley crew but um you know i don't think it was a question of who's worked harder to be there or whatever it was and even in that case i think i still could make a case that i stream this game every single day and like this is my yeah. life but I think it kind of opened my eyes to like this idea of like a lot of times women are kind of looked at as like less skilled and less credible. And, um, you know, I have some, you know, contemporaries or people that play see these and stuff that have spoken out about this before. And it just it opened my eyes to that when I had never really gotten that before. It was it was just kind of wow, like people really just doubt that I'm capable of being in this tournament. And that was sad to me. Um, and like, for whatever reason, if they thought I wasn't skilled enough or whatever, that's fine. But it just, it made me feel a certain way. And I felt like I needed to talk about that. And a lot of people sympathize with that and, and had similar experiences that they shared with me about how they had faced that as well. And so, um, it was kind of just me saying like, this isn't okay. And we need to not do this because regardless yeah, of who's I in a tournament, like they deserve to be there and you need to be rooting them on. So I saw, you know. I saw your tweet, I saw your tweet about the, um, like uh, sexism in, in gaming around that time and I think yeah. it, it was your pin tweet I don't know if it still is your pin tweet yeah um but when when people were asking you oh like you know I, I you're in this tournament were they were they typing that or were you getting the actual like were they actually saying that in the VC I, or I had a specific person reach out to me and said oh wow Dr. Disrespect how did you get into that tournament how did right. you get in with those names because like when, then, when you when you when you put that on Twitter, I was like, I like yeah. I, I understand people asking that question. I, I don't know whether you know you maybe saw that in a in a different way, but like I would ask even Doctor Disrespect that question. Like how did how did you get in this tournament? You know, right. you play thieves. Well, the other thing too was I had uh, people reaching out to me that were like that literally said to me, which I don't know why they felt they had to message me this, but they were like, I've been streaming just as long as you. I have the same numbers as you. I don't know why they went with you. Yikes! Really. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I think, again, I think that there was this air of jealousy. This is a big event, a huge event for Sea of Thieves. And I think the other part of that is like, I'm a newer face in this community. Yes, I haven't been around as long as Pace or Summit or, you know, a lot of these content creators that have been around for a long time. And some people who I think spoke out the loudest were people that were like, I don't know why she's in this. And it's like, yeah. I understand I've been doing this for a shorter period of time, but Boom TV decided they wanted me in this. And if you have a problem with that, take it up with them. I don't know. Like, I just felt really upset because I was supposed to be happy about this. I was supposed to be excited and I was. But I think to have that like excitement like dulled because people were kind of jealous or were just like confused because I'm a girl or whatever it was like. I just didn't expect that. I really just expected the community to be like, yeah, let's go. Like, this is awesome. And a lot of people were. But there were a couple seeds where I, or a couple of moments where I was like, I don't know why people are taking this out on me. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, if you don't think I'm a, a good Sea of Thieves player, that's one thing. If you don't think I have been doing this long enough, that's another thing. If you think it's just because I'm a girl, that's a third thing. But I just like it opened my eyes and I was like, this is not the 
this is not the sentiment I want around this event. And I think people need to be aware of like what I'm facing in terms of this, where other people are being celebrated. People are coming to me and like attacking me for being in this. And I don't want that, you know, that's not fair. So I remember, I remember hearing the um, Boom TV power tweet and it was like, who's your favorite CFE's part, like CFE <laughs> streamer. And I think, I think you were tagged in it a lot, weren't you? I remember hearing yeah. it, I don't know whether it was, but I, I, I think, uh, when we saw that and we saw that you were announced. So was Azuki as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's when 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 you and Azuki were announced, we put two and two together and Boom TV were looking for who was the favourite Sea of Thieves streamer to be put into that tournament. It wasn't right. it wasn't obviously about um you know, any anything yeah. to do with you yourself. It was what the community was asking for. Right. So if those people are butthurt, then the community <laughs> wasn't wanting them wasn't wanting them in that tournament. That's just right. how it is. Well, the thing is, there was even jealousy from some of the partners as well. Mm. And it happened during the, like, with the orb stuff as well. Right. And I'm not going to, like, name any names, but, the, like, there was a certain partner who was, like, expecting an orb raid. Yeah. And, like, as soon as they raided into somebody else, they, because they, like, baited it in their title and fucking all this other stuff, and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, yeah, but I did all this thing. As soon as he did it, face like thunder, it was, like, proper, like, oh, Sure. Mm. like 30 minutes for the next 30 minutes on stream dead silence wow. didn't say a fucking word yeah and they were like proper pissed off and the same person and then there was a couple other people as well because they were all like oh well i don't understand why azuki and katie have been picked mm. but like you know and it's like yeah. i'm a female sea of thieves partner yeah and it's they're like yeah you're also probably a fucking bitch <laughs> um, <Aww>. but <laughs> I think, that's, that's a, that's I a think thing like, around, okay, i shit talk everybody i don't think around, it matters around... who they picked like honestly they could have yeah. picked like the top five people and they would have been like why isn't this person in it like this person deserved it more and that's that's the issue with yeah. an event like that is that it doesn't matter what name it was there was always going to be someone who that anyone was gonna think deserved it more and that's just i think that it needs to be less competitive like we need to celebrate the people who are chosen for whatever it is the orb the freaking thirty-five thousand dollar tournament whatever it is like celebrate your community and your peers like i remember during the orb event i was so excited to see people just the reactions of like people that have not even been recognized by sea of thieves being recognized by sea of thieves and being rated with huge numbers and being like freaking out like this was like the moment of their lives and so like I think it's a little, this is just my opinion, but selfish as a partner, like if this is going on and you're like, why didn't I get it? Like that's a little entitled because like these are people that again, don't even get emails back from Sea of Thieves about their applications. And you're gonna like complain that you're not getting rated when, you know, I feel like we've gotten a lot as partners from the community and from Sea of Thieves. And to have other people showcased in that light, um, even if it's just for an hour or however long, you know, the, the slots were like, give them an hour like you don't need all the attention like you know we get it a uh, 364 other days a year like i just i i we were in that position as well at one point as so i don't yeah. understand like you gotta respect the whole grind right absolutely absolutely that's that's like the issue with the with the cfe like cfe street like not all of them but when yeah. big stuff like this comes out a lot of people really show their egos mm -hmm. and it's just like it's, right. it's not a competition like no I, I i but i can understand why people see it as a competition because rare are kind of putting it in that light with the partners and the you know drops and, and giveaways and it's you know this is this is the way to success and you know if you're not on that line then you're not gonna you're mm. not gonna do it you know, so a lot of people are getting frustrated when they're they think they're on that line yeah and they're not getting the success 
Right, yeah. right. I think I honestly do feel like the Sea of Thieves TV stuff has been really helpful. I know again, that's like, really good. Yeah, I think it's really good because they're putting people on that aren't partners, and they're kind of being like, "Here, showcase these creators," which I think was needed because again, if you're somebody who's grinding Sea of Thieves every day, you want to be a SOP partner, you want to be a Twitch partner, all that stuff. Having that, like, even though it's like two hours, three hours, being on Sea of Thieves TV, like that's a huge deal. And like, I feel like for people that are, you know, might be losing hope in the partner process and stuff like that at least that's a little like inkling of recognition of like we see you we want you on our you know our twitch and like we want to promote you and make sure people like you know get to see you and all that stuff so i think that that's been a really good thing for the community and um i just think it's fun like it's really fun to be on those like little like games and the challenges only, like gold the only problem i have with the only problem i have with sea of thieves tv is when they they showcase a, a creator that isn't a partner and then right. there's also drops going on mm. so the sea of thieves tv channel has drops and the, right. and the person that's on it doesn't so when they go go check out this creator he doesn't yeah. have drops but right. you can yeah, but, yeah, yeah you go go check him out and it's like well they're not going to do that because they're there for the drops and obviously me and goss were on sot tv when we were uh, during community day and the amount of people that were like how do we find the deck hands? And we're like, right. I, don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> you have to go find I them. Don't know. I, I, yeah. I quite enjoyed. Oof. I quite enjoyed that because it allowed chat to flow. And I know you yeah. and I just ended up being sarcastic assholes. But um, <laughs> we but, pretended but, that we were devs for a little bit. And the not? protection, yeah. the reduction. But, no, like but I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that stream, and it was good yeah. because because it was community day. Everyone had drops, so when they raided, the raid stuck around, which was great. But I absolutely agree with what Chicken said. My I, I absolutely agree, and I can't complain one job on TV because it's just yeah. done so so much for me. It's ridiculous. I can. The, 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 the one I, I know. Worst. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to criticise it for a little bit though, though, because yeah. and, and I suppose and I actually criticism SOT TV is the one thing sometimes SOT TV lacks is a little bit of credibility because mm. it's not heavily supported by the partner program. And and therefore, and therefore, yes. What I would like to see is more of a mix between partner partner programming and creator crew programming, as much merging as possible. Because that would be fun. Imagine a, imagine uh, a show that's like we put one partner with a random streamer, <laughs> and they have to sail on the sloop. Yeah. And this. Not only that, but it would expand networking opportunities, not only for partners, but for people that are like trying to sail like with partners and stuff like that. Like I feel like. Honestly, I feel like I same with sail with a lot of the same people nowadays, and I'm like, I would love to sail with other people, but I don't have the opportunity to do that like outside of streaming because my stream like, takes up my whole it's day. It's like wife so. swap, but for cruise. The second yeah. issue, <laughs> exactly. The second issue, the second issue that I just want to bring up is something you said, Katie, when you said, mm -hmm. "Oh, I've only been in this community for a small time." Yeah. Sea of Thieves is only four years old. <laughs> yeah. It is true. only four years old, and we have to remember this. As a credible entity on Twitch, it's probably yeah. only about three years old. Right. As someone who started watching at probably nine months into the game's lifespan, um, probably mm. October, November 2018, there are very few creators left from that original set that are still mm. around today. And you can see them, their legacy pictures are all up in that Sea of Thieves partner directory because they've yeah. all disappeared off the scene because they've moved on to other things or they believe they may have outgrown Sea of Thieves or they've just stopped streaming because it just wasn't for them anymore. Right. So it brings us right back to that point we were talking about new intake of partners is yeah. the Sea of Thieves always got to remain relevant with the talent that is popular at the time. Now, you, yeah. yes, there are those standalone legacy partners of Falcor, uh, Bearded Geddon, Beardly, 
um, pace, boxy, etc. Name, Name a female. Name a female. No, but I was coming. I was coming onto that. I was going to come onto that. I, 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 I was. I was. I was saying that the the, the the running joke in this podcast is unless you've got a beard, you ain't got a chance in the sort of community. <laughs> Yeah. So, and you if know, you haven't got a beard, you've got to at least be a white man. Yeah. Yeah. As I said at the moment, you know, so for someone who potentially aspires to be a sort of sea of thieves partner, I'm British, I'm white, I'm bearded, and slightly <laughs> rotund. I think it's an underserved market. <laughs> Shit. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Gus. Um, <laughs> Falcor's <laughs> fucked you over as well, mate. Oh, oh, and Andrew. And I mean, and, and beard again, and beardly, and beardly, and he goes. Oh, beardly, beardly, beardly just looks chunky because of his beard. He's actually like proper lanky. <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I think the only unbearded CFE's British streamers are probably Che and Hero yeah. of Gaming. Mm-hmm. And um, mother of chickens, and she's a woman, <laughs> or, or, or happy cracker. Um, yeah. But yeah, depends it's... on what light you look at them, though. They might have to. <laughs> but but, 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 but fuzz it, going. it is an issue, and and yeah. absolutely. So when you look at that top ten, mm-hmm. um, there, there's not there's not enough women in there. There's not enough females, and yeah. and overall, if you look at the top one hundred, wouldn't it be greater if we had some diversity? But then. You've also got to argue: is that is that diversity actually playing CFEs? Are they reaching right. that, think, those diverse the, levels of players? The most mm-hmm. diverse uh, creators, are, um, Buzzy and Mixel, and right. one of them's a partner. The other was never going to be a partner, unfortunately. And, and, right. and, well, the and, thing is, Fuzzy's, Fuzz, Fuzz, Fuzzy's even yeah. like Fuzzy's even mentioned that he's. Like he gets asked a lot he a to stream in yeah so like he gets I think he lives in freaking Jordan mm-hmm. so like he gets he gets asked a lot to stream or like why he doesn't stream in his own language and he's just like I don't want to yeah and and exactly. and and he's like and I've he's even been like these other people like you know go to these other creators and stuff like that yeah. and you know he's there there are there, so there are people out there but it's like you know we were talking the other day I, was, I can't remember who I was sailing with. We were talking about like the Asian Sea of Thieves community right. as a whole, and it's there like, is there one? Yeah. Like obviously there yeah. is one, mm-hmm. but like, but how? I've never heard of it. Like, is it big? Like, is the Asian community right. in Sea of Thieves like what percentage does that make up of the player base? Yeah. Because like, if you think about it, it's like I hear you know American servers and they're split into three, mm-hmm. aren't they? So you got Central, West, and East, and you've got EU, which is just everyone you, and, then you've, and then you've got you've got oce mm-hmm. right when then so if you're looking at oce you'd think oce covers um australia new zealand and then like asia right but i've never run into any asians mm-hmm. while i'm on um uh australian servers yeah while I'm like, like oce servers and the thing is it's really weird that it seems that when i run into like new zealanders and kiwis and stuff i only ever run into new zealanders and kiwis on the same server, yeah. never any other Australians. And then if I'm on the Australian servers, only ever for like, it, so it's like New Zealand yeah. and Australia are split. Probably yeah. have like, OCE like East and OCE West. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, I've never heard anything of any Asian community in Sea of Thieves. I've never heard of any Asian content creators yeah. for Sea of Thieves. I've never seen any Twitter like influencer people, like, you know, like the people who are posting like sort shots and all that kind of stuff. Never at all since I started like streaming since I started playing the game anything yeah. at all I actually Mythic- did run into a Chinese crew the other day and it was the first time I've ever heard anyone speak Chinese in Sea of Thieves and you gotta remember it- as well that they also use different social media platforms that we yeah. don't use That's right another thing. but I think that also goes into like the partner thing because I think that like right there's probably going to be a very 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 tiny 
community that plays Sea of Thieves in different countries and stuff like that. And the, the, the audience is just different in different countries. That's why I think, um, you know, you'll see partners that get partnered that are like have less hours or have way more hours or whatever it is. And I think that is kind of juxtaposed based on like where they are and who they're streaming to and, you know, that kind of thing. But I know that there are other um other partners that are you know international like daedro is i think italian and like there's yeah. all these other really good ones it's just that i think like for at least my point of view i'm surrounded by i network mainly with the community that is you know in my area and like in my time zone and stuff like that because those are the people that i can collab with and stuff like that but uh it doesn't mean they're not out there but it's just i think there there might be a smaller audience in those in those places they might be playing different games or you know maybe there's just not a big enough support for sea of thieves or something like that i don't know but um i think they're definitely looking to expand and i think obviously like goss was saying if they want to become one of the number one games on twitch or if they want to move their rankings then they have to appeal to different time zones different audiences and stuff like that and i think that might help with i mean that might have to do with like their servers and stuff like that and expanding their servers but at the same time i know that there's people out there playing in those regions it's just it's not as massive of a population as like in the states and stuff like that and i also i think i think this community is reflective of just the general like i mean you think about again the top streamers in sea of thieves are probably white dudes with beards but like the top streamers on twitch are probably white dudes with beards so you know i don't know if that's necessarily reflective of this community but i know that there's stuff they could do to be more inclusive as 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 any community could be but i think you know there's a lot of amazing female streamers out there and i don't think you necessarily just have to be a white dude with a beard it's either that or you have to be creative and i think a lot of the ladies that I've seen lately, like uh, Lady Harada Niwa, she is great. She does all the bell cosplays and stuff like that. So cool. Like, it's just being creative. And I've seen her rise so much in this community just because she's thought outside the box, did a cool cosplay. People know Belle from Sea of Thieves and having her cosplay Belle and cosplay all these other characters is really cool. And like, that's not something I would have thought of. So um, I think, again, you got to be creative. You got to do something different. And again, I think there's just different audiences in different places. And there's always going to be someone, I think, as a streamer, like there's there's niches out there and stuff, but you just have to like find it you know absolutely and that that's that's the problem is that my my problem uh, my thinking about the uh see if these content is it at times it gets very stagnated be between right. either pvp or pve stacking mm. and it's it's the people that can find um somewhere between those two main content areas that really can can make a difference and and, and create an audience because they're doing something slightly different from the norm Right. Uh, and 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 it becomes more which it should be on Twitch, I think, is entertainment instead of right. just purely. Oh, I'm going to go and kill somebody, or I'm going to go and like, <laughs> create a huge a huge pile of loot, uh, yeah. and and then go and, and go and sell it. You know, and defend it. Right. Defend it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but I, would, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, when that first when Pace first started doing it, that was the biggest thing on the platform. Yeah. No one had right. seen that. It was creative. Well, same with like tucking and stuff, like when Summit started tucking and everything, then everyone started tucking. So I think there's things that can be like can follow into the community that start on Twitch that you see someone else doing, which I think is really cool because it gives us the opportunity to like change the game in a way. But I do I do agree with that. I feel like there is kind of two communities with CFD. There's PVP and there's PVE. And a lot of people are very stark in what they do. There is crossover. Like I'm somebody who, if I don't have a good server, I'll just go do an Athena stack. Fine, I don't have a problem with it. I think my audience comes from like hanging out with me and like talking with me and stuff like that, which I think is really cool because they'll watch me do 
whatever. And if I want to do a PvP day with some of my NAL friends, I'll do that as well. But I think lately the game has kind of just been very um, split. And I think they're doing a lot towards PvE. They're doing a lot towards Athena and Tall Tales and Mysteries and stuff like that. And I think in those moments, they're trying to foster some PvP, like we saw with the adventure, the Megalodon stuff. I know they wanted it to be like a friendly thing where like people meet up with like a fifth person. But I think for PvP crews, they were like, this is great. We're going to go merc on everybody. It so was this year I, arena and night adventure. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I just, I think that they've kind of fostered these two sentiments towards the game. And I think with Arena being gone, that angered and frustrated a lot of PvP diehards because I think there just comes a point in the game where like, you've done all the tall tales, you've done a lot of the things, you've maxed out a lot of your emissaries and you're like, I just want to like go do I, some combat, you know? Yeah. And so I, I think in my chat specifically, like I have people that have just started and they're like, what do I do PvE wise? How do I like, how do I sail the boat? And I can like teach them that. But then I have people that are like, all I want to watch is PVP. So like go sink some ships. And I'm like, okay, but like, you know, it's like there's there's always going to be two communities, I feel like two different types. And so it's really hard to mend that. And I've been like talking about this with some of my other, like with the other content creators about like, if I was rare, how would I meld these two very different communities and i think it's really hard i think they're doing a great job with the adventures and the mysteries but i think it's hard i think they need to have an element of pvp focus on pvp not just Maybe because like they got modes yeah separate from adventure right they don't want it that's the thing they don't want pvp yeah now. they don't want it you can tell it by the events so, they've been putting out so by the things that the yeah that's the thing yeah. and it's like that's the downfall because it's the majority of bugs are to do with pvp right, right? Hit, hit, like hit, obviously there's like the odd black screen there's the odd like bit of loot that like fucking disappears or whatever what that's that's fine you can go and do that again you can't go and have that fight that you were just having again right when you're on a like a five minute long black screen when you've got one fucking hole in your sloop and you sink right or you've you're you're you know you're getting you, hit right you out of your mind or, you know, you're, or you you know you've just landed the most epic deck shot of your life you've just skeeted one dude off the boat dropped the anchor and then all of a sudden you're 20 freaking million feet under the water yeah. like what the fuck is going on right you know and 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 this is the thing like they're not fixing that stuff mm -hmm. and then there's the events that they're doing it's all like you know the sea of friends thing which was a joke for fucking ages mm -hmm. and then they did it yeah they did it and they, and, and they didn't even they weren't even subtle about it either they were like yeah no this is sea of friends mm -hmm. bro and everything is always even the when you get your when you get sunk and your loot gets stolen. Right. Stolen? No, it doesn't. It's it donated. donated. Right. I yeah. didn't put it on the fucking <laughs> ship. I didn't go, here, bro, take my fucking yeah. Athena chest. They came and stole but it. They've it's, done they that. They don't so want PvP. You, they've done that so you get progression in the. In, so you, if yeah. you lose. But, but that's fine. It could have been. Yeah, but they could have not called it donating because that's just a way to make you feel good right. about losing. I, and, and this is the thing, right? Yeah. Not everybody needs the whole part. Like, yeah, participating, it's all about having fun and whatever. But you don't need to give everybody a participation medal. Right. It's condescending. <laughs> I would also, I would also argue though that you can't have one without the other, which is kind of toxic because like oh, yeah, you can't have PVE. Like this game wouldn't be fun if all you did was like go and do the PVE without like, how many the people, risk of losing like, your how, yeah, no risk, like, no reward. How, how many people sit in the maiden voyage for twenty four hours? Oh like, my god, yeah. That'd be the most boring thing ever. <laughs> yeah. It's, just fish, mate. So it's I don't. The it, it's the premise of the game, right? The premise of the game is to see of thieves. It's see of thieves. So it's 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 risk versus reward. It's it's understanding right. the risk you're putting yourself. But and, the problem um, is, is that all the trailers don't show that. Right. None of the trailers show PvP. None of the trailers show people getting their stuff stolen. It's have these great fights and do these tall tales and here's a megalodon and it's just like right. yeah, but 
the other half of the game is there, but no one can see yeah. that. So they come in thinking this is a great adventure kind of game, and then they get spawn trapped, and they're like, "This wasn't in yeah. the trailer." Yeah, <laughs> but like and if you look, if you look, if you look at other games that are in the same kind of um, genre of mm-hmm. uh, Sea of Thieves, like Escape from Tarkov would be something like that, where you go in with nothing, you get your own shit, you can steal from other people, but if you sink, you lose it all. Right. It's kind of like those, but it's never. It's Sea of Thieves is never portrayed as like a Escape from Tarkov sort of game, which right. it is. So a lot yeah. of people are confused by that. I I just I think honestly at the end of the day, like it's I think I just am feeling from the community that a lot of people are like they need to put an onus on PvP, and I I do feel like there was a big loss there when they did get rid of Arena, and I understand the business decisions behind it. I understand why they did it 100, but I think at the end of the day, like when people would ask me, like there are people out there that only do PVE, but they want to get better at their PVP. They don't like PVP because they're not good at it, and there's no way to get good at it unless you're taking those battles, and you know you're gonna be up against crews that have done Arena and have completed Arena and are gonna be great at their cannons and stuff like that and I feel like that is something that you know when they took arena out like I used to tell people who would be like how do you get good at pvp I'd be like go chill in the arena Arena. go play 15 minute matches where you know like you'd rage out during those matches but you get over it because it was 15 minutes you don't have any loot like there's no ties to it Yeah. yeah so like I think that taking that out kind of put this new generation of people that are like just starting to play Sea of Thieves kind of at a disadvantage. And I could see how a lot of them are going to be frustrated when, you know, someone comes and attacks them that's been playing this game for three years or whatever it is that that has done all of Arena. And so, again, that's where I feel like there's kind of two separate communities right now. And I think they need to do something to incentivize PvP in a way that is like, like, I don't know, attractive to somebody who is PvE oriented. I know a lot of people that do PvE really like commendations and commendation hunting and all the clothes and all the, you know, collectible items. I mean, the cosmetics are like a big part of this game. So in my opinion, like I would I would love it if either they like redid Reapers or they did a different emissary where all they did was like it's all PvP based. Like the loot you can sell there, say it was Reapers, say they redid Reapers. You can only sell stolen loot at Reapers. Okay. Or just have yeah. like a Athena, Athena, <laughs> Athena right. style, or like Athena style Reapers, where it's like the end game Reapers, and you can only yeah. sell flags. To yeah. them. like you can only sell flags. Ashanti yeah. Ray well, did a, did a video about it. He he said that basically we've got a spare island at Reapers Hideout that's not yeah. used at the moment. So you put that on that island. So right. you, you can't you can't just remove a, a Reapers. Uh, from the game now because it's yeah. an established emissary with all of everything it's bells and whistles that's tied so was sea dogs uh, yeah. that's true that's true uh, but basically you would, att- you would attach you would attach an athena's fortune as you say chicken to reapers so, so once you hit reapers level 75 it unlocks a secondary thing which only deals with stolen loot right. and that become and that becomes some sort of uh, like a, a pvp incentive yeah um once you once you hit uh, reapers level 75 but i, I sort of Predicted this when they made the difficult decision to take uh, Arena. Arena. Only two percent of players planning. Yeah. More, more Chapman made the unfortunate announcement. Yeah. That they, were, they were removing it, but, but the, honestly, they they need to add. They need to replace it with something. And at the moment, I, everything is going down well, this story, law based arc, and it, it's starting to feel a bit like an MMO um, yeah. in, 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 in that context. And, and, and what attracted it's me to... It's just It's like what Fortnite. Sea of Thieves yeah. didn't always attract me from other MMOs was this whole element of risk-reward PvP, and, and it's now floating in, 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 towards that. But right. the, pro- the problem is, 
is and again i think you just talked about it is this is about business it's about making money and if, right. if they take the game down that route from an xbox audience so you know i think all four of us play on pc mm-hmm. so we're, we're very much the minority here this is about treating the kids fundamentally yeah. that are playing on xbox one uh, and the new xboxes and 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 bring them an experience that they will keep coming back to and keep you know buying ancient coin for yeah. Um, and, and, and and I know that's an ultra cynical view, mm-hmm. but Microsoft and Rare, by extension, are not charities. Right. They're there to make money. So if this is what's making them money, this is what they will pursue. And if Arena was causing them more pain and hassle in terms of keeping up its development or not, mm-hmm. uh, and also then bringing negative publicity to the game through toxicity or whatever, and I'm sure we'll come on to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, all I'm going to say is the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but but, fu- <laughs> but fun- uh, fundamentally, I don't know. I'm not on it. Um, but but fun- <laughs> fun- <Never mind. laughs> fun- crapped on, sir. Um, but fun- fundamentally, um, why would they put up with that problem? It's not worth yeah. their while, and they'll just cut it loose. Oh. But it doesn't stop us cri- constructively criticizing it and saying, "Well, right. you know, what next? What's yeah. what's replacing it?" Do you know? Do you know how they well, could have even- fixed Arena? Like how? like my my idea on how to fix Arena is maybe. Monday through Friday, you can't access Arena. Saturday and Sunday, you can play Arena. That means right. that there's two days a week where you can play Arena, or you can have something like Golden Hour, where right. every hour, uh, an hour a day, you can go in and play Arena. Or obviously, normal time, and then like obviously, there's a specific uh, specific time, but right. you have time set that you can play Arena, meaning that you have the influx of people coming in rather than it being open the whole time yeah. where there's only that few people trickling through. It mm-hmm. means that those who want to do sense. Arena. <laughs> those who want to do arena are eagerly waiting and being like i'm gonna play on this day because arena is now open and everyone can go in and you actually find games fast right and people can still get those comms people can you know work towards sea dogs yeah but it's not open the whole time meaning that you have those like say say for instance you have 50 people come in one day 100 people come in the second day and you know 200 people come in the third day and then the fourth day is like 50 mm-hmm. that's you know 500 people yeah. well have it so it's open one day then you go 500 people in one day it's yeah. it's a it's a better way to look at it rather than just completely wipe it from the fucking game yeah well even going back to like the whole like talking about like adding the upper emissary to the to the other side of reapers and stuff even like not doing even something like that just taking that area putting a similar kind of table to like an emissary table or making like a pvp version of the quest board where essentially you and other pirates essentially if you put a vote down Mm. and another crew another person doesn't matter who it is if they're on your crew or if they're on a different crew they come down put a vote down you go three two one you guys are tdming right yeah or like straight up then you could fight your own crew you could fight other crews and that's what people wanted because that's what people were looking for they wanted that whole tdm thing and the thing is after you've done that tdm you can easily go right me, you, yeah. Abel, fucking right, right now. You beat me in the TDM, I'm going to shit on you with my cannons. <laughs> right. That's an easy way to solve that stuff. They don't have to tie any loot to it. They don't have to tie any emissary to it. They don't need any fucking story to it. Right. It's literally just, here's a table. And they could put one of the Sea Dogs people and say, like, hey, don't tell anybody, but I'm making a mini arena on the side. Right. You know, just some if they wanted to put some story to it. But even with, like, arena, they should have made the silver, like, because we were talking about the cosmetics mm-hmm. and stuff. 
they should have made that silver mm-hmm. keepable. Like you should have been able to keep that silver and buy cosmetics with it. Right. And like now, obviously, it, like like that whole thing fucking doesn't matter. Yeah. But like you know those PVP fights, it could be you know winner of that gets fucking doubloons. Yeah. As long as they're on a separate crew, because mm-hmm. otherwise you'll have people exploiting that shit. And there's yeah. only like a certain amount that you can like you know if you win three a day, you'll get like I don't know. Five doubloons the first one, ten doubloons the second one, yeah. fifteen doubloons the third one. You know, if you win three a day. So even if people were exploiting it, it's mm-hmm. not that big of a fucking issue. Right. I mean, they've got to be on a separate you, crew. Money is money is means nothing in this game anymore. I yeah. think that's why a lot of people want the fights. Yeah. I literally well, like literally what I do is I, I I will loot stack, and I will go and try and find someone to fight. And if they sink me, they get loot. And right. if they don't sink me, I'll take their loot and go find the next person. And that's how I literally yeah. play the game now. I, I can't yeah. be bothered to fucking sell because it takes time out of my day for something that I don't need. So much effort. Yeah. We, mentioned the, we mentioned the F word. We mentioned Fortnite. Fortnite has a very, <laughs> sim- a very simple mechanic that I oh think, God. which I, I said have been crying out for in CFE's bounty boards. V-Bucks. Yeah, I was oh. just going to say bounties. Yeah. <laughs> bounty bounty boards. I said that if, if they ever create a Tortuga type area, Sea Dogs, um, mm-hmm. in CFE's, <laughs> in Adventure, well, you go to Sea Dogs. And you find a bounty board, and and basically it will show you. Don't have to use usernames. Yeah. Um, you could just basically say there is this pirate on this server, and they have yeah. this level of XP, as in they're seventy five in so many factions, on um, uh, and they have this experience at the game. The more experience, the higher the bounty. Go and right. find them. Go and kill them. Sink them, and you will earn. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's going to cause harassment of this fucking PvP game? Shut up. I think my only uh, issue with that, the only thing they'd have to add in. Um, because obviously I feel like Reaper kind of is a form of that. Like you can see where they are on the map. You can see what level they are, but they'd have to like, like whoever the bounty would be would have to be like, okay. Like they'd have to like sign on to be a bounty because like, then you'd just have the same problem over and over again of like, you'd have a bounty, you'd go find them and then they'd run, you know? And like, then you just, you know, it just wouldn't work. Like you'd have to have someone or a crew or like at least one person on that team to like go to the bounty board and like accept to be a bounty or something like for the day and then then it'd be like someone who wants to pvp and then you know that if you go to them that they're gonna fight you instead of just running away and i think running is a huge huge problem in this Issues. game that would mess with that would mess with servers though if they did that because then if if people that like people hop on they look for emissary tables and you know there's that chance they go oh there's no emissaries but they see a ship off in the distance they go oh fuck it, i'll go for it anyway right. or you know they see like uh, a world event but with that, they'll come on. They'll be like, "Any bounties now gone? Yeah. Any bounties now gone? Any bounties gone? No gone." Because that's like the guaranteed PvP. Yeah. And I feel like because it, it is even now, it's like it's everything. It used to just be Reaper, 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 and it's all shifting back to Athena because it was yeah. Athena, Athena, Athena. Then it was Reaper, 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 and now it's gone all the way back to Athena. Yeah. And even like when the Fort of Fortune come out, there wasn't that big of a shift back from like people being Reapers mm-hmm. to Athenas because everyone was like, "Oh, I'm already level twenty Athena," or it's like, "I'm already, I'm already like, you know, I don't care about that. I'm just gonna reap." Right. And then they were just going out as Reapers to steal Fort Fortunes and stuff. So I feel like that would just mess with servers yeah. if they if they the did pro- something like the that. The problem is now with Sea of Thieves and how rare have taken the game. I don't think there's any way that we can fix the PvP issue in this mm-hmm. game. Yeah. I, I think there's there's nothing. Just revamp the whole system. Yeah. That's you, the only you way. Have to, you know, you would literally have to do the whole thing again and. There's and um, like that costs money. Yeah. yeah. There's there's not there's nothing. We're we're in we're in this now. So you gotta deal yeah. with it. I do. I will say I do like the adventures. I do like the uh, the mysteries. Obviously, we haven't done one yet, but I feel like uh, I we're feel started. like they're yeah. I I just feel like they're trying to like make it a game that you have to come back weekly for. You have to come back monthly for or or, or bi weekly. I guess technically. Yeah. 
But, um, you know, as a content creator and stuff like that, it's great. But it also, I think just because of the sheer amount of time that a lot of us are streaming for with Sea of Thieves, it's like stuff we can do in like a day. Whereas I, li I like that they're kind of making it for the casual player to like find a crew, really settle into Sea of Thieves and like go and do it. And like, yeah, the casual player might not be able to get it all done, done in one sale, but like maybe they are. And like then that kind of rejuvenates their like love for the game and stuff like that. But I like that it's kind of bite-sized tall tales. I like that idea. I like the way it is, but I do think that like, again, they're trying to do a lot for like the casual player, which I understand. Um, but I think there has to be a little bit of a forethought for like content creators and people streaming this game all the time, because there's only so much you can do um, before it just becomes redundant. I mean, like every single day, like I always try to frame it as like, we're going on a new adventure. You don't know what's gonna happen on the seas. And like, yeah, you could go do some PVE and then get sunk, or you could be out for PVP and end up doing like someone else's Fort of the Dam because they didn't get too far or like whatever it is. But um, I feel like a lot of this now that I'm seeing is like people are just hopping servers left and right looking for like, emissaries and then if they don't find anything they like go to the next one and like it's all just pvp and like trying to find like good emissaries and a lot of people don't want to fight like we're seeing a lot of reaper runners we're seeing a lot of people that are doing veils and stuff like that and are immersing in the adventure and so again i think it's just further separating those two communities of like people really want to do the pve but then other people that aren't that might be a little bit more skilled than like the casual player are like all i want to do is pvp and this is a great opportunity so I feel like there's a little dichotomy there of like they're they're creating this awesome content for the PVE community, but like for the PVP community as well, it's just like it's hard. It's hard to make that crossover. I don't know. No, I, I, I would agree with that. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's just the, the the PV. It's getting people to accept that that Sea of Thieves is a PVP game, but trouble is everything that Rare are doing is literally in direct contravention of that at the moment. Right. And that's, that that's that's the issue is that it, it needs more balance it needs right. more balance yeah, yeah like go, go find go find one trailer that, that doesn't showcase pvp that isn't the arena <laughs> well, yeah i mean and that's it it's, been, it's been that that, that change of, we can't that change of trailers because if you go back to the older trailers for see they did have that pvp content in it and and they've just slowly right they do it, mention or, it watered it down um but it, it gets mentioned, but it's not showcased. Right. But it, the Pirate Emporium. But again, yeah. but again, it's about it's about that that you know they keep harping on about it the ten year plan, mm -hmm. um, and and maybe no, there, is, there, 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 there is there there is a um, well no I mean fundamentally we, we all know and again it's like a broken record because we talk about it so often but it's a case of at what point do they jettison the Xbox One. Because it's mm. that it's that jettisoning of the Xbox One that probably gives them that one opportunity, one opportunity to rebaseline some of the mechanics of the game and whether new they, platform. Well, no, they That's have they be. have to rebaseline. It'll be next gen. Really, it'll be next. No, it'll be next gen console. Well, no, because they said they're not going to no, make it, next gen. But if there's a next gen console, that's the only way that they're going to do it because that's what they did with the 360. It, isn't it? It's more about no, it's Unreal Engine Five. And it's more about Unreal. It's more about Unreal Engine Five. Mm -hmm. It's basically at some point they have to get it off the current version of Unreal Engine, right? Because that is now legacy. It's an, right. it's an old, older version of Unreal Engine. So I don't know what's going on with the mechanics, or whether they will just stretch it out for the next five years, mm. um, or whether we will see this complete replatforming in the game. And, and you're right, Vim. It just it, it it then ties into whatever equipment is around at the time. Right. I think the thing is, yeah. is that when Sea of Thieves first came out, it was very push towards people who can spend like two three four hours sailing yeah 
and doing voyages in the Zelda. Now, now it's very catered towards the variety gamers who can only play for, who only want to play for fucking twenty minutes. Get yeah. on, go do a C four and go sell it. It's like right. that's not really content for those who want to play for. Still want to play for those two, three, four hours. Yeah, and I think it. I think it just speaks to the fact that they're probably just trying to market to people that they want to get into the game. They're like, oh, there's this quick bite sized content. You don't have to spend hours and hours doing it. You just have to like come on and do a C four or come in and do a veil and you're good. Like whatever. But I feel like again, like there's. Like, when you look at the two communities, I'm going to keep referencing, like, PvP and PvE, a lot of the PvP people are people that play this game, like, day in, day out. Like, the NAL, for example, is a lot of people that are, like, day one players that have gone through everything and are just really fascinated with naval and combat and stuff like that. Because I think there is kind of this, like, really natural progression, like I mentioned earlier, of, like, you get in the game, you're like, this is cool, PvE is okay, great, I like doing Tall Tales, I like doing this, I like fishing, it's really cool, I'm, like you know i'm role playing as a pirate i love that but then you get to the point where you come up against another crew and you're you become kind of bloodthirsty because you're like oh they sunk me i keep getting sunk every day every day i'm sinking and now i have to either fight or stop playing the game and so i think watch out slurs uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't recommend that but that okay. i mean they do they do it to me yeah. no, no it works no yeah, but I, I i feel like there's a natural progression and i think the hardcore players the people that have played this game for since launch and stuff are in that pvp category for the most part for the most part and a lot of the newer players are in the pve category so for me i would assume that they are heading more in the pve direction because they are targeting the newer players trying to get them to stay longer but also trying to get more people through this door of like getting into the game and stuff like that and i applaud them for that again that's going to expand the community it's going to make everything great but i think again there's this part of the community that feels completely ignored right now and you don't want to have a game where the people that have been with you the longest feel like they are being ignored because you're not putting things in the game that you know, or, you know, what they want to see and what they want to do and appeal to them as well. So I think they're kind of putting a, a foot forward for the newer player, the people that have never tried Sea of Thieves and are really interested in what they have to say and like what, you know, these adventures are and the mysteries and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, again, as a content creator, as somebody who plays this game like 35 hours a week or whatever it is, uh, it is a little frustrating that it's like, okay, well, a lot of my peers are just going about trying to like find servers and you know, mark on people doing the veil. And that's like the only thing we can do right now because we've done a lot of the other content. We've done the adventure in one day and here we are, you know, back to square one of like just trying to find fights and trying to find fights and like trying to get content out of that and stuff like that. Again, there's other ways to find content, but I would say that a lot of the people that have um, been playing this game for a long time are probably in that other, like let's do PVP. PVP is so much fun and a lot of people love PVP. Again, I don't see there being a PVE league, but they have a notorious arena league for a reason. I think a lot of people really enjoyed the camaraderie notorious of adventure it. League. The notorious adventure league and stuff like that. So yeah, they, have I think... a, they have a PVE league. It's the bingo. I've seen a little bingo. The bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I just so think you have to at least address that community or else, again, they're going to go play other games that do yeah. address that community and have see, something see for them. Yeah, see if Thieves has two big tests coming over the next two years, I think. One is the emergence of Skull and Bones. Whether yeah. whether that actually turns out to be anything credible or not uh, right. is, is a very big question because it's been in development now. But it's helped Sea of Thieves because Sea of Thieves, I think, was always geared toward the fact that it would be competing against it. The second thing is actually more of an internal threat is that a lot of the content creation of, uh, community of Sea of Thieves is, more, is actually quite aligned with Rare. Mm -hmm. So when we finally see Everwild, what, 
what the impact of that on CFPs mm. will be. And There's going to be a huge shift, man. Yeah. Absolutely. There's going to be a huge Absolutely. shift, so, I can tell you. So it's, it's, it's that shift from, from... And that's obviously on a new platform. It's on a different engine. Yeah. It's, it's shifting from CFPs to Everwild. It's the shift potentially from CFPs to Skull and Bones. How does CFPs reinvent itself? How right. does CFPs... How does that production team... Because they're not... You know, a lot of them won't jump to Everwild. They'll stay with CFPs. Right. Um... How are they going to keep the content fresh? How are they going to retain that community? Knowing that there will obviously be some drop-off, but will right. it be temporary? In the same way we saw, you know, and I know obviously Chicken, you played this game. We did see a lot of Sea of Thieves um, community um, move away to New World. Um, mm -hmm. We saw, we've seen a huge amount move away to Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, and obviously... Lost Ark as well. Lost Ark, Fortnite, Hunt No Build. <laughs> it's it's Hunt, Hunt Showdown. <laughs> There yeah. have been these constant threats, but, but Sea of Thieves maybe not has been able to grow, but it's been able to maintain itself. Right. And, and it's, it, it's, it, it's how does it keep to maintain itself with what I think are even more targeted threats to its, uh, to its audience base coming up in the next 18 months to two years. Yeah. Not immediate, but they are there and it is going to happen at some point. That's the thing as well. I just like, think... I'm, I'm going to try Everworld because the only reason why I tried Sea of Thieves is because I played Viva Pinata and I played mm -hmm. Cameo, which are other rare classics. So yeah. I wouldn't have tried Sea of Thieves if I wasn't a fan of rare games. Yeah. I think the thing is with, with Sea of Thieves is it can't stand up to the trends, mm. like the big trends. So like with Minecraft coming back, you saw a big shift of people going to Minecraft. Like this is like back back at like, like a year, year and a half at least. Like Jack Buzzer, for example, he was like oh, he Sea was of Thieves thing. every day, all mm. day, fucking constantly, boom, boom, boom. And then one day, bang, Minecraft, yeah. constantly, nothing else. And it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and then like you've seen it with... Yeah, he yeah exactly, and then uh, because yeah, and he fucking outgrew Sea of Thieves. White Knight, he did the same Apex thing, but he was like he yeah. he he yeah, and he like rebranded his YouTube and stuff. And then you've got a uh, Burger Warrior as well. He like switched to fucking GTA RP. Yeah. Uh, Zach and Cheese fucking pieced out of the partner program because mm -hmm. he was playing more GTA RP and other shit as well. Right. So it's just they're like you've got me. all yeah. It's just, like right yeah, me. exactly. They completed it, mate. That's the thing. And then you've got all these these trends which will take people away because it is fresher and it's it's more long lasting because this is the thing gtrp was a fad it started off as a trend yeah. and it just stuck and it still is to the point where even gta are now like we are bringing out gta 6 and you know because like xqc fucking leaked a load of shit on his stream he's like i was playing gta 6 and they're bringing out rp servers and mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so they're actually like making their own rp stuff <laughs> to put into the game because it's been so big like massively impacted and it was the same with red dead too yeah. because the the thing is red dead Red Dead's Rockstar. slow. The gameplay with Red Dead is very, very slow yeah. compared to GTA, which is why GTA Online was so much better, which is why they've been able to keep GTA Online. The weekly updates yeah. on that shit. Weekly updates on GTA 5. And that game's been out over 10 years. Mm -hmm. yeah. with, uh, right? Minecraft's the same. Well. That dropped off and it came back. And there's tons of other games that are doing it as well. If the trend's big enough, it'll just fuck Sea of Thieves by just a little bit every single right. time. The problem, the, problem with, the problem with Red Dead as well is that Rockstar don't support one. Well, they're not supporting it as much, and I think that's because they've set themselves in the era, like the era of the 18th, 18th century. So you can't have much creativity with that. But with um, with GTA, it's set in the modern era. So you, every every new trend, every new like uh, you know new technology that's added to the real world, they can add that into GTA, and it's always being updated mm -hmm. because there's always a a line of, of right. stuff that's being added to the real world. So mm -hmm. yeah. 
That's fair. I mean, even with Fortnite, with the no builds, I know it's silly, but like I, yeah, I, I went played... back. Yeah. yeah, same. I like didn't even think about Fortnite. I played it once two years ago. I was like, this isn't for me. And then someone came in my chat and they were like, no build is the way. And I was like, okay, might as well try it. Now it's the only thing I play. It's just crazy. Like how just tweaking a game a little bit can really like bring a new audience to it. And I think that that's something that with Sea of Thieves, they need to do. Like, I mean, it's silly, but like even for Fortnite, like they have like their shop with like the clothes or whatever like it changes every eight hours and like if you're so i love cosmetics in a game it's like the reason i play games with cosmetics in them but like if you're someone who like wants to have everything like that's an appeal you want to go see what's in the store you want to go like see what you can buy and stuff like that and like i know sea of thieves like it's a bigger haul to do that and maybe but it's like I, even that like even if they had like I know there's battle passes and there's season passes and sea of thieves but like if they had something like that where it's like daily this changes that even adds an element of excitement for some people and it's just but, little yeah, tweaks because your reason to sign in daily yeah exactly like the daily problem, rewards uh, i feel like i feel like the the daily deeds if they gave ancient coins instead of doubloons yeah people would come in daily to do well, this is the thing with the daily rewards there's only so many you can do and it comes to the point where it's like there was one week I had the same daily challenge mm. three times in one week. Wow. And it was and it was literally just like destroy a mermaid statue. Yeah. It's like okay, cool. Yeah. Well that's an extra three thousand gold yeah, that I'm I, not I gonna just use ran on because I literally like can't spend three thousand gold. And they don't they don't really promote it well. Like I don't even ever think about the daily deeds. Like I, I don't see a thousand ever pop think up in the corner it. and I'm like, Oh that's a daily deed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh I did something. I don't know what it was, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I did something. I shot a cannonball in that direction, yeah. like and killed something over there and it just came up. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you've I just like... touched on something, Katie, massively important. And you may think this is corny, you may mm -hmm. think this is cheesy, but why couldn't you, for instance, have CFP partners have their own skin within CFPs. Yeah. We've got Davy Jones, Captain Spence. Why couldn't you have a Vimeon skin, which That'd is basically a, Sas a, Sas a Sasquatch pirate that does it all? <laughs> I just want a monkey suit. Um, I just oh, want a monkey suit. And, and, that's all like, I've been asking for it. ages. Just the ooze, just the ooze monkey, but as a big wearable yeah. suit. That's all I fucking but, but, want. But we, yeah. have Give a it me now, we have a Katie Pierce skin. Mm -hmm. um, how, however, however you want to do it, right, and therefore right. you ma you make a certain amount of income of every one of those skins that right. that rare sell, right? That, mm -hmm. So therefore, they're supporting their their community. They're giving the community what they want because you know this. For instance, you, you, everyone says, "Oh, there's a Pace Tuck outfit." Mm -hmm. So therefore, Pace has got to a, no, a level of notoriety yeah. that he basically has his own look within the game. Right. So why couldn't you I buy mean, swollen? Yeah, could you could the you get fuzzy, Could you buy a Swollington? Could you buy a fuzzy outfit? Right. And and, and again, so it's it supports it supports the content Enough, creators. Bro. It yeah. brings the community closer to those creators, mm -hmm. and it brings again a greater sense within the game. And something that Fortnite does superbly, yeah. but on a massive scale, like we've just seen the Alia skin come out yeah. in the last week or ninja. so, and, and we had a, you know, yeah, I think it was a, a Chica skin the week before. These right. are just streamers on Twitch. This is right. no different within that gaming community that you guys are within the salt community so right. what would be the issue with that i don't think that's a big issue at all they, could they, they, they don't even do freaking partner sales they, they don't even do freaking partner well, sales I could, see though, the, the I could see the issue with partner sales for sure no this is the thing no 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 this is the thing though if you're scared that you're going to get sniped and you're scared you're going to get targeted don't use them one stream Simple okay. as that. But they, but they have, they have deck cans. Because if you, they if, you if, if we don't, yeah, they've got, they yeah. they've got like rare the sales. rare staff sales, right. all that kind of stuff. Even the very wiki people have their own sales, you know. Yeah. They've all got their own. The affiliate alliance have their own freaking mm -hmm. sales, but the partner program don't. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. It's just coins. absolutely you get absurd. Coins. <laughs> we get ancient coins. Oh yeah, but as, as some people keep liking to point out and complain that we don't get enough to be able to buy everything, so you oh, have yeah. to choose: do I want this mm -hmm. or do I want this? 
this or do I spend my own money? Right. That's stupid. At the end of the fucking day, still get free fucking right. Emporium. In fairness, I just think Rare should just apply all the Emporium stuff to our thing anyway, yeah. like they do with the Plunder Pass, because they used to give us extra ancient coins to buy the Plunder Pass, and now it's like, no, you've just got the Plunder Pass. Right. Rare right. should do, they should do something like Fortnite, where they have the creator code, and if they put in your name, you get a sale from everything, because you're advertising yeah. all that stuff from the Emporium. Right. You're, you're, really you're cool. literally streaming and you, they're giving you stuff to advertise. I don't even care about getting revenue off yeah. them because it's like, even if they just, like, you know, somebody buys that thing and it's like, okay, they paid 500 ancient coins. You get 20% of those 500 ancient coins just added to your ancient coin <laughs> amount. Something shit like that because then that saves them money. Yeah. And it's because them giving us ancient coins, like us ancient coins, mm -hmm. means fuck all. Yeah. Like they're not going to lose any money because they already do it. Yeah. So if they're just giving us that little extra just from that thing of sale, they've already made that money or and they go, okay, here's an extra fucking 40 ancient coins. Yeah. Or what they can do is they can do something like what Artesian Builds was trying to do, where <laughs> if you have if you have you know so many sales on your stuff, you get put up on like a leaderboard or something, and then yeah. the top five get like a little reward because yeah. of they they made the most sales that that month. That'll just be the same five people right. every single month. Yeah. Or you get every you get put into a raffle. Yeah. You get put into a raffle and you get drawn out or something stupid like that. Yeah, but you like, get a bottle of wine and a fucking personalized message <laughs> from Joni. I think also like what you're talking about, Gas, like with the partner incentives and stuff like that. Like they have world events and stuff like that, which I know takes so long to create. But like even in Fortnite, like they had the Alia experience or Alia experience, where like you just it basically was just like I, I I did it. You like went in and just like everyone was shooting everyone. And that was like crazy, but like you could go do it and it was fun like it was a fun little event so like what if this they... is how i live my life from day to day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well it's like with the the, the concerts as well because they had like the marshmallow, marshmallow stuff yeah. so they had all, like the travis scott and all that shit as well it'd just be cool if they had like a little experience and see if these where it was like yeah, a little get the like, longest thing. johns in there no, it was you, like hey you, seriously you could have the longest johns in the corner of a tavern yeah as animated deals you know as npcs yeah just literally singing one of their hits in the corner that would be amazing well exactly world of warcraft did that with so there's a band that's i can't remember the name of the band but they they made like in-game music videos like through world of warcraft and they sing a song like i am murloc and stuff mm -hmm. like that and there's a certain event that you can actually they perform in game so they're not actually like their live performing in game right. but they've took their song they've took all their player models and stuff like that and then like during a certain event you can do like a quest and stuff and they'll be there in game just rocking the fuck out playing i am murloc live <laughs> to you in game and you're just sitting there being like hang on a fucking second yeah what i love they, they, that it's exactly the same thing they could definitely do that with the long even if it's like you go down to the sea dogs tavern mm -hmm. you go talk to somebody and, or like not even the sea, uh, or the athena the athena fucking because there's those people always constantly playing the instruments right. in the athena hideout mm -hmm. right go down there and it's just the longest john's just sitting there being like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. johnny leave her <laughs> just yeah just vibing out and goes for it. it's like well fucking shit know, let's, right? let's fucking go that'd be so cool be or even just to add like those immortalizations for partners even if it's just something stupid yeah. you know it'd like be better than easter i mean to be honest i'd much rather rock a beard again skin than, than Will Smith <laughs> of the flame or whatever right. that outfit was so yeah. so you, you know they're producing these skins what you know one or two a month with mm -hmm. built-in costume emotes, why mm -hmm. couldn't they do that for the partners? I, 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 I just again, it would, just uh, open, open challenge. That's yeah. It would be, it would Our be own funny. emotes. That'd be cool. 
Yeah, that'd be good as well, because then it doesn't really tie into your brand that yeah. much. We just have to send we send them a little video yeah. of us doing something. They stick somebody in a suit, and then they get them right. to fucking bomb the truck. <laughs> yeah. to stick it in the fucking game. Exactly. Right. Bosh, bosh. And then you just call it the fucking Katie Pierce, yeah. the Vimyonk, the fucking whatever, the, the whatever. I think, That's all I, think I think from a <laughs> from a from a branding and company sort of thing, they they shouldn't really name it as like your name. Right. Maybe maybe like a tie into tie into your name. Yeah. Like the like maybe something like the Yonk dance or something where it's not yeah. tied into you. So in case like the next day you you get cancelled, they like somebody tied in that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the point. They just change the name. They just pull an Overwatch and just change the name. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. It's now Cassidy dance. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a great idea. But I don't. I again, I feel like we always have these ideas. Like, and I don't. I don't know how much it would take on the back end or whatever. But I think it would be a great homage to like again. I think just having like some appreciation and validation for the people that are like taking time to really play and and bring attention to the game whether they have five viewers 10 viewers whatever like i think there needs to be some recognition and validation not not for everyone not if you're you know it's someone who's playing the game for 20 minutes once and never plays again but like you know the people that are sending in applications monthly to be partner and they really have love for this game and they're big in the community and they have you know they talk about this game all the time they have groups about this game like all that stuff like i just feel like there needs to be some sort of like okay, like, we see you, you know? Like, a little wink or nod to that person, you know? And I think that's what's missing, and I think that's why people are getting frustrated and burnt out and playing other things and doing other things, and, like, I just, you know, I think that's why there's a lot of really bad sentiment around the game. Um, not now, but, like, in the in the past, and it's, like, I just... I want everyone to love this game. I think that's why all of us stream it, for the most part, is, like, we just want people to, like, see what we see in it and love what we love about it. But, again, if you love something, you always want to make it better and you always want to try to make it the best that it can be. And I think that that's important. And that's important that we have uh, criticisms of it and things that we love. And uh, hopefully they can take those into consideration and really listen and hear us. And uh, I think if they do that, honestly, if they communicate better and listen better i think that this will be a even more amazing community than it already is that's that's the thing is that's the thing that i always say as well like the day i stop giving criticism and complaining about this game is the, is the day i stop caring about the game right like Absolutely. i'm only doing it because i care about it and i want it to do better there was a stage that you did kind of stop caring about the game though i think it was like it was a, there was a big stage where a lot of people kind of missed that one drop and they were like I don't actually give a shit. Yeah, I miss like it used drops. to be like fuck. I missed the drop. What the fuck? And then it got to the point now where everyone's like, oh yeah, I'm, I thing, miss one. I don't thing, really care. And then that's the, the point where a lot of people just kind of went, I don't actually care about Sea of Thieves anymore. Mm. The thing with the drops is that I missed some shit ones, and I was like, I don't really care about them because I'm never gonna wear them. I'm always mm. stuck in the same outfit. So like, what's the point? Right. Yeah. But when the weapon when the weapons came around, I was like, yeah, I fucking grabbed them just in case. Mm-hmm. Always get the weapons. You've gotta get the weapons. <laughs> If you I, don't, you're a crane. It, it's it's funny when you talk about negativity about the game. I think we we sometimes blow that out of proportion. And, and the fact is that all of us, you know, are very interested in the game. That's why we're in the conversation. And mm -hmm. we will actively look at CFE's Twitter, which or CFE's Twitter, which has been sort of that collecting point of drama or collective point of controversy over the last two three months. But we also have to look at it in the grand scheme of things, and and you can see it. So even at the stream, some of the streamers that have been at the heart of some of that controversy haven't been that affected by that controversy simply because their mm. audience isn't switched on to those mediums. We right. are sort of what you would call pa passionate um, enthusiasts <laughs> for the game, and yeah. therefore we are following these these social channels. The majority of the audience isn't. 
and, and right. we just need to keep things in perspective at, at the time and, and I, I touched about it earlier there was this list of people that were circulating about three weeks ago of people that were being targeted um, by this server bot that basically they were hunting down certain content creators that would allow then um, certain PvP sweaty salty types um, to target them uh, and therefore potentially, you know, show them up on stream or cause them uh, or grief them on. I suppose grief is probably the right word. Grief yeah. them on, on on stream, and obviously that flew around the community like wildfire when that was was published. And, and in a way, I always found it was a bit bizarre that people thought it was some element of clout that they were on that list because they mm. thought. Um, Oh great! I can be targeted. I can get harassed. I'm not. I'm. I'm not yeah. on the list. I'm not going to get harassed. Oh right. no, that's really bad. Crapped on. No, you got. You got crapped on, Goss. You did. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely <laughs> crapped on. What? Oh, what? Like I did, did in a video. It's like, I'm better than you. But, yes. Yes, but, you um, are. But going. Going yeah, well into. Well done. That. No, enjoy. Get, enjoy crying over a pirate yeah. game. The, um, <laughs> but going into that, uh, where, where the. The creator is more tied into the community rather than their their community is. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Looking back at someone that we keep mentioning, uh, Cliff, the story guy. I don't know whether you've seen him on YouTube. Um, yeah. He has seventy four thousand subscribers. He's he's overtaken his main channel because he's a main. He's a, his main channel is Cliff Terrios, mm -hmm. which is an Overwatch. He's an Overwatch content creator. He's his his Overwatch channel has seven thousand uh, seventy three thousand subscribers. Wow. And he's overtaken it in less than six months with, his, with this one. Yeah. But his his Cliff Twitter, the one that's tied to his um, Sea of Thieves, I think only has has less than a hundred followers. Wow. So so that. Going into that, where you know your your main platform has everything, like all your main, like you know, going into Twitch, maybe your your main that's your main platform. Yeah. It having that translate over the Twitter, where you mm -hmm. can get called out and you get into controversy. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything because no one sees it in the right. grand scheme of things. No one sees it. Yeah, absolutely. It you have to be, I think, in different places, and that's like the one thing to tell you as a content creator is like be as many on a many, as many platforms as possible. But at the same time, that kind of exposes you to a lot more drama than if you were just to stay in your lane on one. If you were just on Twitch or you were just on YouTube or whatever it is, and so I see a lot of people, you know, on different platforms getting called out for different things. And again, if you're live streaming, I mean, there's a lot that can happen, and you have to be mindful that you there's a camera on and that you are talking to people and you know even if it's something in game like there is a lot of things that i used to do in game that like now i'm just like i, I won't do anything remotely close to that because i don't want anything to happen or any drama or anything like that but i think at the end of the day it's like you just have to be mindful of you know there's people watching me on this platform and i just think if you're on the internet in general like people can take what you're saying and twist it or you know look at it a different way or whatever so you always have to be mindful of that and advocate for yourself in that way and make sure that you're not doing anything or saying anything that could potentially be twisted and used to hurt you. So, you know, again, it's a pirate game and people talk about things and get salty and get nasty and stuff like that. And I think that gets to some people sometimes, content creator or not. And it's just like, you have to be mindful that you have people watching you. And I think that's the difference between, you know, some people that go in the game and like say terrible, toxic things like they not in their mind, nobody's watching them, but maybe they're on your stream and you've got 300 people watching you. You have to be yeah. mindful about how you react, how you deal with that. And you have to protect yourself because at the end of the day, Same. yeah, you can react out of emotion, but it's probably going to get you in a really tough position, like on all these other platforms and, you know, the brand that you've established for yourself and the name that you've made for yourself. So it's just important to be mindful of that. And again, being on those lists where people are going to come target you and say things to you, 
you have to be mindful. And for me, it's like, I just, it's not worth my time to sit there and call them out and like talk crap about them. It's just like, I remember they targeted me when I was in arena, when arena was still a thing. And I used to get so heated. I'd be like, wow, they must need a, need a hug or something. Oh, like I would get so crappy. And then <laughs> nowadays, if they're in my server and I've got like, it doesn't matter how much loot I have, doesn't matter like what I'm doing. If I see them coming near me and they start saying their like typical things, I just go to the, go to the next server, just leave game insta leave yeah. game like what what am i gonna get out of like talking back to them like i don't know what that's gonna do for me other than maybe put me in a sticky predicament so i might as well just leave the game and like go to another server like i'm not gonna let that person get the validation they want and i'm not gonna put myself at risk by like interacting with that person so i don't know i was just saying i saw it as a badge of honor that someone actually <laughs> cre created a character called godfarter uh. <laughs> and um <laughs> these two oh, were playing with me at the time so yeah. this is like this is that basically... was the best i think that was the best of the sea of thieves experience it was a fantastic sea of thieves moment where basically <laughs> right I've, I've reached that level of clout where someone's yes. actually created an alt uh -huh. and has come in and hunted me down in an arena lobby just to like put that in front and, and then sink me and then go i'm better than you and i'm god's father <laughs> not god's father <laughs> cracking I love yeah, that. Uh, That's and, amazing. And, it's just, uh, and yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I think at the end yeah. we just said GG and we just went to the next server. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just moved to the next server. Thanks. Yeah. It's like I had a guy the other day when I was streaming, right? And it's like I haven't been streaming Sea of Thieves much because my internet's like dog and yeah. servers for Sea of Thieves just I, they just can't keep up. It's like I'm sitting at like 150 ping on my own server, mm. right? So. I'd just been playing like other games and I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to play Sea of Thieves. So I went on SOT and then I got, I kept getting these, I, I, all of a sudden I, get, I got spam invited. I was oh, like, oh, love that. Nice one. And then I was there like, and it was called, the the name of the account was P on me now, right? I had the same one. <laughs> Literally the same so exact I was like, name. So I was like, so it's probably the same dude then. Yeah. So I was like, it was like, oh, P, someone called P on me now is <laughs> spam inviting me. And this dude comes in, he's like, beta piss boy. And I'm like, what? what? And he's like, and he's like, yeah, I, I just got you to call yourself a beta piss boy. And I was like, what, what? the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, you said pee on me now. And I was like, no, oh I said, God. I said, I'm getting spam invited by somebody called pee on me now. Was your hearing damaged when your mother dropped you as a child? <laughs> Oh, and I and, and so I start off with that kind of shit and then I take this like really moral high ground passive aggressive thing because I said to him at one point because he kept going off at me I was like do you want to come into discord then me and you'll hop in a VC right now we can talk this through bro because you obviously need to talk to somebody right oh, no. so I hopped in he, he he joined the discord he hopped into the VC and I deafened like everything on stream but I could still hear it yeah and I went in and it was just the clip of somebody just screaming the n-word at the top of their lungs oh, constantly over and over God. and over again and I just sat there for a good like minute or two just carrying on doing what I was doing going hmm, hmm yeah okay here's what I'm gonna do and I sat and muted him yeah. server muted him so he could still hear me and he obviously thought I was still going yeah and I could talk to him and I was like okay so you're obviously having a hard time and like yeah. went on this whole fucking thing and then at the end it was like i just want you to i just want to know i just want you to know that i love you Aww. i want you to do better yeah. and i hope that you have a really good day and then i banned him from my server <laughs> <laughs> he came into chat he's like where the fuck did you ban me oh, and then man. i banned him from fucking chat yeah. as well and i was just there like and everyone was like bravo then bravo <laughs> that was very well played and i was like thank you because i feel like that was so much better than the usual yeah. route that i go down but like mm. going that passive aggressive right i just know that he's sitting there being like why is he so fucking calm? Yeah. He, I, and he'd be seething because right. I, I do it when people are like super calm and I'm like proper raging. Mm -hmm. 
religion mm-hmm. and they're just they're like oh no but it's fine I'm like why the fuck are you so yeah, calm right? jump to me yeah <laughs> it's i mean that's what they want they just want the reaction so it's like if you don't give them that then they just find the next person on their list that's it that's all it is yeah so why i'm not talking people with no consequences <laughs> i when people come into my chat and just say bozo things that's when i will say some things back like if someone comes in and says like some weird sexual thing i'll just roast them right on spot but if it's on sea of thieves i'm just like i'd rather not like i'm just gonna go to the next server i don't know what this guy's gonna do so i'm just out but if someone says something in my chat i'm like you're getting roasted enjoy <laughs> the worst thing is they've took out the best insults for roasting freaking virgins coming at you saying weird sexual things oh, you can't God. call them virgins you can't call them simpson you can't call them incels yeah. anymore it's like why it's the best thing ever <laughs> it's so good so now but you can still call them fucking beta sigma cuck lord piss boys and that's totally fucking fine Oh my god! But you can't you can't call him a fucking simp, no, which is you know a shortened fucking word for simpleton. It's too much. But you can call somebody a mong or a spaz, <laughs> and and that's totally fine. Oh, this makes me a dumb, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, these are all these are all They're YouTube safe They're as right. well. <laughs> you can even you can even say you can even say the dreaded R word, right? Yeah. I, I, in an insulting context, and you can that's also, not in just the normal also, context. You can actually also say the N word as long as you. Um, oh my god. As long as you uh, go into the ad side and say that you've said that, it's fine. They don't take wow. it off. They're just not advertise it. That's insane. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. You literally. I don't know. And, and you got to be black to say the N word as well. That's that's another thing that Chicken forgot to mention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that wasn't in. That wasn't in the. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in the terms and conditions. Not touching that one with the ten foot pole. But like, it's 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 it's. Yeah, the whole the whole thing's just crazy, and they 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 are obviously coming for a reaction, and it's they're mm-hmm. like, I I like to start them like how I see it anyway. It's like I start off giving them the satisfaction. They're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. this is working, and then all of a sudden they go, oh no, it's not fucking mm. working, and it's just kind of like. You know, you've gone downstairs to get a piece of cake out of the fridge and you've opened it up and you're like, I'm going to eat that piece of cake. And then you've just got an empty box in the fridge. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to go uh, have a uh, use my new toaster bath bomb. Yeah, it is sad, though, because I've, I've heard people that like are, you know, have just started streaming Sea of Thieves or like even people that don't have like that many viewers or whatever it is, they get targeted, too. And it's like they sometimes they have a harder time dealing with it because they don't like I've, I have dealt with this for a while, but um you know when it's the first time it happens to you like people have come to me and they're like i just don't know how to get like my chat back on a good into a good place and i don't know how to like you know get everyone's spirits back up and it's hard when you're live streaming like you know you don't want the vibes to go down and that's exactly why i just hit leave game immediately um because i and i think behaving beardly kind of does a similar thing where he just like won't give them the satisfaction um but you know it's hard when someone like you don't know who to look for you don't know what to look for and people come to your chat and they come harass you in chat and they come harass you in the game and it can be it can be really stressful so my heart goes out to people that are like dealing with that for the first time and stuff like that but it gets better you just learn how to defend yourself better it's like anything you just gotta just move on honestly and that's it and then if they keep coming Mm. back just keep moving on like just keep going server to server like that's all you can do because again there's so much technology out there for people to find you um and it's sad like it really is and i wish there was better defense against it but uh the they're free as well yeah like all this stuff is free right. that they're getting to like track everyone down right and i i wish there was better defense against it i know that we're working on it but at the end of the day it's like you know you got to protect yourself 
in this scenario like you have to you have to if it means changing your username if it means like doing you know turning off what i do is i do the replace gamer tags like all the time no matter who i'm sailing with because i don't want them to go onto someone else's belt or like you know find someone that's on their friends list or something like there's so many different ways but um i just always replace gamer tags i always just leave if they come for me like i just i try to do that now because it's just not worth your time. It's not worth your stream. It's not worth anything. But the main the main problem sad. with uh, the changing your gamertag route is that obviously Xbox allow you people to follow people right. without being friends. So yeah. if I was if I was to follow some like you and then you change your name and then I yeah. look on my friends list and I see that your name's changed, I'm like, okay, that's she's changed her name, but I know right. it's still her. So this is now her gamertag. Everyone, right. and you just wasted eight quid or eight dollars. So maybe also change your profile picture. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, we can. I think. I think there is a way that you can change your Sea of Thieves pirate name mm-hmm. and separately to your gamer. So yeah. like, I think if you were to reach out to Rare, and uh, I know that they've given the option to us as partners. Mm-hmm. You know that because they've 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 said that it's like if you want your name changed and not to change your actual gamer tag. So obviously, like my gamer tag's Vimyong. Mm-hmm. Um, if if I wanted to say change my gamer tag to freaking Turd Boy Four Twenty Fitness then, Protection you know, Program in Sea of Thieves, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> then I could hit them up and be like, hey, can you just make this my uh, can you make this my gamer tag? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Right. I don't know if that would work for um, people outside of the partner program, but I'm pretty sure that if people are getting targeted and they could probably provide proof, I feel like Rare would try and accommodate those people as much as possible, mm-hmm. or at least give them the the info that they need to try and kind of even if they can't like offer that whole like name change situation then they can like push them in the right direction and be like you should probably go do this right. you should probably do this and you should probably do this yeah uh instead of it just being like because this is the thing because everyone's going to see this these attacks are going to come in mm-hmm. and the, the places that people are going to look first is sea of thieves right. and they're going to look at forums and they're going to look at sea of thieves support and then they're going to move to xbox forums and they're going to move to xbox support yeah. and the thing is because sea of thieves isn't that big of a game compared to other games there's not going to be like that much stuff on the forums and in the actual xbox support as in going to actual rare or like say twitter yeah uh, or the actual rare discord like the sea of thieves discord and stuff so it's but yeah there, there is things that rare do and said that they will do and whatever that will like help prevent that kind of stuff yeah. um but it's like even when that when that list came out i instantly was like okay i'm sending this over to the to the rare community man you like sent it to freaking jotaro just straight away yeah. i was like i don't know if any of you guys have this you might already have it but is this yeah just so you're aware of the people who are apparently being targeted right. because then they can look at those people and it's like you know they could like, i don't even know they could have possibly reached out to some of those people or you know they could just be looking out for those people and you know if say there's like because like i know chicken you're looking into like the the whole like mmr of sea of thieves and stuff like that even if it was like a more thing where it's like okay these people who are on this list we're going to put them in the new player servers right and make sure that they're in like servers that aren't going to have these people mm-hmm. and, and i know it's like which is another thing as well because a lot of these accounts are alt accounts so they'll be coming in as new pirates right. which yeah. would be a reason why this whole like secret mmr has been introduced to keep those shitheads out of yeah the the, the main game with the you know the you more catch them before they get uh, into older the big players ones. yeah ex- exactly right. literally just like catch them at the thing yeah 
Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's the other part of it is like a lot of people, like I said, like kind of like a lot of streamers now that are interested in PvP will just keep taking different servers to like find PvP and they'll take it from, you know, their mods, which they might know, or random people in chat. And I think when you're doing that, you're putting yourself at risk again because you don't know how long that person's been playing. You don't know like what's on that server. And so I think another like tip is just to like try to find servers organically. But again, that's hard. Like the state of the game right now, it's really hard to find a lot of like quote unquote spice on like servers a lot of the time. Like I know for me, I'm on the East Coast of the US and it's like the time that I go live from 12 to five, not a lot of people are playing Sea of Thieves. A lot of them are at work. So it's like, it's hard to really find good battles and stuff like that when I'm I mean, live. But um, even I, like organic servers can be baited as well. Like me right. and Goss found an organic bait server where yeah. we ran into a Tizzy's friend who was baiting mm -hmm. the Fort of the Damned for PvP. Right. Absolutely, so, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just a good, like, word to the wise of just, like, if you do stream, probably don't take other people's servers if you can help it. It'll probably just protect... Yes. I mean, even if it's just 1% difference, you're going to want that if you're being targeted, for sure. So. Yeah. I think, I, think, I think another thing, like... When that list came out, a lot of people saw it as these people are uh, these people are trying to target me. Mm -hmm. They're trying to attack me. What have I done wrong? Mm. Why am I a target? Yeah. And I don't know how you can think that way when there's two thousand seven hundred people on that list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that list, what my thought was: these are arena people. They are tired of the adventure PvP, and they are mm -hmm. looking for a server that have people that actually fight. Mm -hmm. so that they can start getting better fights and having you know actual fights rather than having people run all the time because i don't know like i don't know about you guys but when i'm playing sea thieves now every encounter is like it ends mm -hmm. with five cannonballs because so many people are so bad at pvp and it's mm -hmm. starting to become more boring because it's not it's not the arena Right. If you wanted to have high intensity fights it was the arena right but it's so uncommon to have that like like we we sunk tonight, uh, Migos uh, Bar and Noodle. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first time I've I've sunk to a fight in about two three months. Yeah, and I enjoy I enjoyed it. It was right. such a fun fight. But yeah, I haven't had that, and I think I think that may be another reason why this list has come out and people are looking for these these people because they know that they could actually have a decent fight with these people. Right. I mean, obviously, it does tie into their names. It ties into their you know their streamers. They tie content creators. But I think it also ties into they are they are maybe known to have a crew or a galley, and mm -hmm. then they're known because like obviously I I made this thing, and then someone was like, well, this person's on here, and they're not that known for PvP. And mm -hmm. I was like, but they're also known, but this person is known to be on a galleon with a crew of people who can do PvP. So right. I think it's it's well, it's like Raven's a perfect example of that. Raven's not a PvP player at all, but because she constantly sails with Barrist and Bingus, mm. and they're both both very highly into pvp they were also both on the list and right. she sails with them frequently so it was there like it was it was just like what the fuck is like yeah. raven like if you look at her if it was like down to stream statistics it's like and and like raven says this herself she's like i stream to fucking literally nobody and she mm -hmm. she averages like anywhere between like two and like seven people mm -hmm. right and and she doesn't stream regularly it's kind of just like here and there whenever she fancies and it's not even always see a thieves yeah. like she'll do like back for blood and other stuff as well but because she does stream with bearist and bearist is literally pvp driven 100 percent of the time basically unless he's like stacking for like a community thing or whatever mm -hmm. um and, and and he's basically streaming the game all the fucking time yeah. 
she's just you know like in in their eyes like guilty by association right. kind of thing no i think I, it's just another way for them to find it i mean there were so many crews of partners and streamers on there mm -hmm. and again you're right that the, 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 you would think what the hell are they doing on there it's because they they sail with certain people right like, absolutely yeah. i know for be, me like that may the... be the reason why you're not on their goss because you mainly sail solo or mm -hmm. you 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 don't care about the fight. You're not that in enticed in you know. If you sink, you're like, oh, it is what it is. You don't try yeah, to. I just go whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would probably agree with that logic if it wasn't for the fact that like every time I've been on a list to be targeted, quote unquote, it's been by, like people will basically the way that it's been done in historically for me is like I'll be sailing and then there'll be a galleon. They'll crash into our boat. And then they'll all jump off and say racial slurs and like start saying toxic things and like really terrible, terrible things. And so um, I think those are the people that are in uh, like have have the lists. Those are the people that are owning these lists. And so they're doing it not just for PvP, but I think they're doing it to spawn camp streamers, to get people on montages, to, yeah. you know, ruin their stream, cause toxicity, try to get them banned, all those different things. And so... <clears throat> If it was purely about the PvP, that'd be one thing. I would love to be on a list where people would come fight me. Absolutely. But it's not about fighting. It's about getting in onto your screen and saying the ho most horrible thing so that you have no other choice than to change or like leave the game or whatever it is or insta quit. And so um, I think that's the difference for me is like either they're going to try to spawn camp me or they're going to say some racial slurs and like try to say really terrible things that are going to give me a gut reaction that they want. And so when when that happens to me, and again, you have to be on a list for these things because basically what they do is they just have bots running of like the streamers on the list. And then when you're live, uh, they like have the bot searching for where you are and they can find you. And then they just go into that server and then they do those things. And I don't know why they do it. Obviously, if I knew, I'd like figure out how to solve it. But um, when I see my name on lists, I automatically assume it's for those purposes because that's what I've experienced in the past is like the people that have targeted me, I found out who they were associated with and I figured out how they found me and it was because they have running lists, running bots, things that people pay for, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I'll never know why they do it, but at the end of the day, like that's what you have to protect yourself against with like changing your gamer tag, not taking servers, all that stuff, because you can put yourself at risk for, again, getting spawn camps. One thing, I think it's just meant to like piss people off. If you're going to spawn camp me with like no comms, fine. But if you're going to sit there and say the N word and say like all these terrible things, especially sexist things, and you're going to spawn camp me, I'm just going to leave the server. Like I'm not going to give you the re reaction that you want. So that's the only thing I would caution people about, about being on lists and stuff like that. Just make sure you know what those lists are for. And uh, if it's just a purely PVP list, great. I would love to be on that. But if it's if it's something where you're gonna come into my stream and like try to do all this crazy stuff and say all these terrible things and spawn camp me, I'm, I don't wanna be anywhere near your list, like at all. <laughs> and I'm gonna try to do things to not be on that list and protect <laughs> myself if you do those things. The thing is with the with the smaller streamers as well that they're that they're targeting yeah. of, like there was one person who essentially <clears throat> was like a new streamer um like you know not really been around many people's chats because you can tell like when people start up streaming see of these because like the see of these community is very incestuous mm -hmm. um <laughs> and you'll you'll find no like it's like legit yeah. and you, you'll find that you'll have these people who are very well known in certain people's chats who like sometimes partners or you know the people who are hitting the like the higher numbers you know 50 plus kind of thing right. who decide to start streaming themselves and they're bang instant 
average of 10, 15, 20, mm-hmm. right? Um, so this person was like outside of the community because they like, you know, like, it was like, you know, well, I'm just started playing Sea Thieves, I just started streaming, whatever, whatever. Essentially literally got bullied off of the platform like oh. a week into their streaming career yeah. by these people because they were just wrong place, wrong fucking yeah. time. And it's just, they're like, they're, they're doing it to, the reason that they do it to the bigger streamers and the, and the partners is to one, piss them off, two, it fucks with their revenue. Right. Because it's, it's for a lot of these partners, especially like if you, if you look at the likes of like Beardy Geddon, Beardy Boxy, uh, Pace, etc, etc, mm-hmm. that's their income, that's their full time, whatever. So, you know, it's, it, when it, when it comes to that, that's, that's messing with their income and their livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why they're doing it to those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the smaller kinds of people, that is literally just to be like, we're better than you, get the fuck out of right. here kind of thing. Like, you're not welcome here, this is our fucking territory kind mm-hmm. of thing. And that's that, that's essentially what they're trying to do. They're just trying to be straight dogs pissing all over everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and like, essentially that's what they've done. And, and, and in that case, they literally, like I said, bullied somebody off a Sea of Thieves. Right. And bullied somebody off of Twitch yeah. in, in, in one go. And it's like, they could possibly, and this is the thing, it's like, they might not even, it might get to the point now, like they won't look at Sea of Thieves ever again. Mm-hmm. They won't look at any rare games ever again, right. or they won't go into certain Sea of Thieves people's chats, or they won't go onto Twitch right. ever again. And that, that could be as a streamer, as a watcher, whatever. And that's, that, that's the reason that they're doing I personally think, anyway, I feel like that's the reason that why they're targeting the, the bigger streamers right. and then the smaller streamers as well. And it's just, yeah, it's it's so fucked up. I think it's sad because it's not dem- like demonstrative of the whole community. It's definitely like a point zero 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 one percent of the community that does that. And like, if it's for attention, I still don't get that. But um, I, you know, for a while, it was just these outside groups that do it, and it's random. But now there's literal streamers that their whole thing is just spawn camping sniping all that stuff and it's i think that's where the problem can really grow into something that's ugly um but like i think again where it's going to be doing everything that they can to like combat that but it's just you know as somebody who's faced this multiple times like i'd say probably a dozen a dozen at this point um like again it's just something that you have to be mindful of as a streamer and like i think again like their goal is to like demoralize you from the game and demoralize you from streaming and demoralize you from everything that you're doing right everything that's gotten you you know wherever success you have or whatever like that it's just to demoralize you and so if you don't i mean like there's part of it that feels like oh my god like really like again like oh like there's that feeling of it when it happens but if you don't react that way and again like if you just keep calm and you just like go to the next thing keep calm and carry on basically as dumb as it sounds i think that's gonna help you more than like you know raging out and like ruining your reputation and like talking shit to people and that's just gonna make them want to destroy you even more like the more angrier you get the more excited they get and like it's so dumb but like that's the truth so i just i'm like yeah i just don't give people that time of day but again it's like it's not representative of the the whole community like that's happened to me a handful of times like i said but for the most part my interaction with the community is like really good and like everybody's been awesome it's been an amazing game it's been you know we meet random people on the seas and like it's generally a good time sometimes you'll have your like shitters but um you know i think that you just have to move forward with that but it can be hard when it's the first time it happens and if it's your first week streaming and this is what you get like i'd be demoralized too i'd be like wow i'm never doing this again this was a bad idea like geez right. but you know i you think just what's gotta... also sad is that these people that are doing it have been banned their main yeah. accounts have been banned their all accounts have been banned right and there's nothing that rare or microsoft can kind of do like yeah. i know i know uh, one person who shall not be named Right. Um, 
but he has over 63 accounts banned, I believe, last time I checked in with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's come to a point where they literally can't <sighs> do anything. They, they've literally sent him emails just saying, can you just stop playing the game because... Yeah. The, like, they, fucking ridiculous. they've hardware yeah. banned him, they've, they've IP banned him, they've done everything yeah. they can, and he can still get around it because the, the game pass allows it. Right. I, do you know what? I haven't heard his name mm-hmm. mentioned in ages since, like, I was in the Marauders mm-hmm. ages. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, like, and, and, and in the last two weeks, I've heard his name right. pop up a lot. I'm like, where? <laughs> he, what the fuck? I thought he disappeared. The problem is is that he's, like, tapped. He, he has this side of him that's actually decent. Like I used mm-hmm. to be in an NAL team with him, and we right. used to we used to be on a crew together, and he was fine. This was mm-hmm. before all all the other shit, and well, he even remembered you that one time as well, yeah. didn't he? He knows me. We we mm-hmm. were literally on an NAL team together, mm-hmm. but um, like I don't know what changed, and I and I think it's the, just the wrong people. I think he's e- easily easily influenced, and right. and when he was streaming. And getting 30 to 40, 50, even nearly 60 viewers because he was being toxic. You know, mm. you're being encouraged to do it. Yeah. So, and it's honestly like it, it really paints a bad picture for com- competitive communities too, because like a lot of these people will come into your stream and be like, I'm on and like I'll say they're in NAL and stuff and like just give a terrible depiction of like a community that for the most part is really good and like a family and like really awesome people that like do really good things for the community and um like you know basically further the game in a lot of ways but it really sucks because again you have people that are for the most part i would say younger individuals that are easily influenced with probably not their prefrontal cortex formed yet and they (laughs) have their other friends in a voice chat that are like oh my god dude let's go shit on the streamer and they're like yeah dude let's do it and then they like go and it's just like it's so chaotic and then it spreads like a disease and again like they could be free agents in the nal or whatever and then they're just like i'm in nal and it's like oh my god like nal is not they don't condone it it's not them like everyone who's ever uh, like said anything about nal i'm like go talk to pere pere is like the most amazing person i've ever met so if you have anything bad to say about nal and you have a conversation with pere and you still feel like nal sucks like you're just a bad person because nal is great and they're amazing people and it's a great community but they get such a bad rep for like the people that like the little outskirt people that like take it upon themselves to do this kind of thing and even if they're not and they, they just like a lot of people aren't even in nal and they just say it and it's like Oh my god, like it's just so annoying that like they have to give a bad name to this community that doesn't want anything other than to like progress the game and like, you know, do PvP, you know? But that's what happened, it's... um that's what happened with um Goss and and Vim and I when we were doing the arena and we had Gosfarter turn up and <laughs> Goss Gosfarter was in uh, his chat under his real name and yeah. and his friends were in there as well that were in the crew and they were like, This person here? This person was voted best bilge in NAL, and I was oh, like, "Well, wow. I know." Oh, I, I, that fucking kid! Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! Well, the thing is, is that I knew that person, and I knew, I knew what Discord he was in, in our right. mutual Discord. So I went into that Discord, searched for his name, mm-hmm. found him because he had won um, a tournament and had a had his own special role in that Discord. Right. So then I looked at the mutual Discord because I'm in NAL, and mm-hmm. he wasn't in NAL. There was right. no mention of this guy in NAL. Right. So he's going around saying that he was best bilge NAL. And mm-hmm. putting an AO under that name of stream sniping and right. spawn camping, and it's like, well, you have nothing. To, you're not affiliated with them, so why are you bring right. up their name? 
Exactly. Well, it's like no disrespect to NAL, but being in NAL means absolutely fuck all. Mm-hmm. It's like I've gone up against countless NAL play- actual NAL players, and I've come up worse, and I've come up better. Right. Like right. it's it just depends. Like obviously, the game depends on like who who's who's favorite. It's like you turn around saying, "I'm gonna I'm gonna see if these It doesn't make a difference to your yeah, skill. It's like yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make a fucking difference. Right. I'm gonna see if these partner, and I could get clapped on by Katie. I could clap <laughs> right. fucking Katie. I could go fucking clap boxing exactly, tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it's it's it, it it's all depends. Like I've come up against Beardageddon, and like I've come up against Beardageddon two or three times. I came up against him solo, and I actually came off better. And it came to the point where we just kind of okay, we're just gonna leave yeah. now. We also came, and we also came up against him on Sut TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! It's just so it's just like it's just one of those things. It's like it it doesn't mean anything right. you could you could literally you could be like the best mm-hmm. sea of thieves player and you could get dunked on just that yeah. one fucking time by the worst sea of thieves player yeah. you could like it, it doesn't matter it just make it's just that one little yeah. thing that one thing like the game coming and being in your favor one little slip up one little thing and it's just like like being an nil means absolutely nothing and it's like even to like the new people mm-hmm. as well it's the like I feel like they feel like it's more of a like these people who are going around like oh, no, 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 <laughs> is more of a flex to the new people yeah. than than the older people because the yeah. older people go so fucking what yeah, exactly. like, who gives a shit no one fucking cares it's like I, I clapped your mum right. and 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 your whole fucking team yesterday it doesn't matter that's the thing like Tarty doesn't run and then you've got the new ones yeah exactly and yeah. then you've got the new people who are just like oh what's nal and then and then they're like oh it's the pvp thing yeah. like the amount of people are, i've because because i'm i'm mainly pvp mm-hmm. i've had the amount of people who's like how'd you get into nal and <laughs> then i had like uh lord agropunk at one point he was dming me and he was there like what's the perks of nal partner and i was like i didn't even know that was a thing yeah. and probably absolutely fuck all <laughs> like it's it's, it's it's you know it's the like it, it it's like making a fucking like say um Sot shot central mm-hmm. right it's so like oh i've been partnered with Sot shot central it's like you know it, that wouldn't yeah make it's not something to brag about right. it's like nothing is anything to fucking brag about yeah. like when it comes down to say these if you're yeah. trying to talk like skill right. or fucking anything but that's the thing there's always that one next thing to like flex about and i'm not like shitting on any of these people who are like in like Sort shot central mm-hmm. or in like nal or anything like that because you know that's your own thing you do you right. you have fun but like you can't sit there and like fucking brag about that kind of shit because it just it gives a bad fucking rep to the people who have worked hard to try and make those communities yeah and it's also it's also bringing a bad name to the people who not just the old people like the older people who are getting brought in but like the new people as well like instantly right. getting shit on it's like oh yeah i'm so proud i've just i've just joined nal yeah. and everyone's like you're a toxic shithead right and it's like, well i've been playing the game for like four weeks i don't know uh, yeah. i don't know what your experience is but you know it's uh it's, it's one of those things it's just yeah it's, another, it's, another, it's another really thing strange. with nal is those who those people who run around saying like oh yeah i was voted best build or i was voted best cannon or best helm and it's just like that's good, but that's yeah. obviously opinionated. But when yeah. someone comes around and says, "I was the champion of NAL," I'm like, "Okay, yeah. you're you're something. You won that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's, that's, I think you can't dispute that." Yeah. I think the NAL sales are definitely something to be feared. If I ever see yeah. them on the sea, I'm like, "Oh no, I'm good." But I, yeah, and it's the same with the SOC stuff as well, the Sea of Champions stuff as well. It's definitely an accomplishment to win that or the NAL tournaments and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like I think it all just comes down to like you can't judge people or a group until you know people in that group and you've experienced different types of people in that group. Like not everybody in NAL is toxic. Not everybody, you know, it, is not toxic. Like there's definitely people you. 
have to look out for in every community. But I would say to make a generalization based on like one experience or someone who claims to be in a community that might not even be in that community is really crappy to the people that, like you were saying, chicken, like have worked to make that community what it is. And um, I definitely can vouch like for the people that I know in NAL, like they have helped me more than anyone in in the community to get better at different skills and to work on my cannons work on my helming work on you know pvp and stuff like that they take the time like i remember i sat with perry for like three hours one day and he was just helping me get better at helming and cannons and he's like i'm gonna teach you like three tricks and you can do this and i remember going in his stream and like telling him how much that meant to me and then he told his whole stream what we were doing and like i think i think what they really want to do is just like they want to make the game better and because if you teach other people the skills that you know and they teach other people the skills that they know at the end of the then day PvP like just levels up yeah and you'll have a yeah. community where like you'll have better yes. fights people want to yeah. fight all that stuff but if you sit there and you're like oh i'm elite like i'm not going to tell you my tricks like i'm not going to tell you what i do then no one's going to get better people are going to resent the game and it's just going to go downhill so i love that the nal is so open to like helping people improve yes there's kind of a um a com camaraderie that has a lot of like just joking and jesting and like you know shitters and stuff like that but at the end banter. of the day well, <laughs> yeah banter, banter. yeah banter banter is the word for sure Bunt. but um at the end of the day like i think they really just want to see this game improve and they want people to like get better and i think being in that league is just a gateway to like improving your skills in sea of thieves it doesn't mean you're the best of the best it doesn't mean that you're the worst of the worst you're still going to be held accountable for your own skills i'm not going to say because you're an nal you're a god at the game but if I uh, if you are an NAL, uh, to me, that means you want to get better at PvP and you're working at that and you're like working on naval and you're taking this game seriously in a way that, you know, the casual player might not do. So I do have some respect for that in that regard. Um, but at the end of the day, like I, the people that are going to like spawn camp me and then come say they're an NAL, like I'm just gonna be like, all right, dude, like you're not like, what are you doing? But, you know, everyone has their own thing. So um, I don't know. I just I feel for the people that get a bad rep because of other people and it just it's annoying and i hate that for the community as a whole before you know other as other parts of that community too so mm. sucks i think that i am um, also want to mention earlier and i was going to bring it up when we were talking about craters changing the mm -hmm. game like pace pace with the tuck have you seen um what blurbs has done mm -mm. With, oh uh, with the oh. scurvy scroll yeah yeah I think that's cool and I'll be honest I when I saw it I was really excited about it and I'm glad that like Rare signed off on it and everything like that's really cool to give people that do a lot of PvP kind of something to brag about in my opinion but it's also because I've messed with it a little bit you could just go in there and say you've got like 900 kills and then post it so there's definitely some kinks that need to be worked out a little bit for it um, but at the same time I think it's a really neat idea and I'm glad that Blurbs thought of it because I think there needs to be you know some kind of like accountability it's definitely on the honor system right now i think but... it, i think it'd be cool if he added like the website to it and then you upload a vod with yeah the, the, uh, well, like, like, like speedrunners used to like speed yeah. is. yes yeah, i mean it's, it's sort of like the next extension of the old shockwave ship counter i suppose just mm. taking it to the next level yeah um, maybe do it like you you play for two hours you have a two you, so the vod's only two hours long and in that two hour periods how right. much would you get essentially the yeah. only and you can set up a competition the only downside I see to that is like a lot of people like the only reason I haven't done it yet is because I think for me, like updating something outside of the game, it yeah, just seems a little bit that. more stressful <laughs> for me. So like if I have 
if I have yeah, this thing up that I have to like like update after I sink a ship like I'm bound I'm such a forgetful person I'm definitely bound to like forget to update that so it would just it's just not something that I would use because I would probably be like oh crap we sunk four ships and I forgot to mark it how many did we sink I forget what did, did that one count like and, I forget and not only is it sinking ships and stuff it's, it's available it's, for it, 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 I mean, if you have a phone or like a device yeah. laptop next to you, but the it's not it's only sinking ships. It's um, you start with a pistol and a banana, and you have yeah. to buy you have to buy your weapons. You have to buy your <laughs> your cannonballs or whatever. Yeah, and I, I, it's a very interesting concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that Is he it? took the forethought the forethought to do it though, and like to like actually put something in place to make pvp even more competitive i guess but i think it's only going to be like on twitter because you can watch share your results on twitter i think is the only place yeah. so yeah, yeah uh, see those large large fucking paragraphs <laughs> with all the emojis and i yeah. feel like some streamers i feel like some streamers might kind of fall into it but i also feel like a lot of people also at the same time will kind of fall into the like i don't want to showcase this guy's stuff mm. it's not made by rare it's not made by sea of thieves you're showcasing blurbs uh, blurbs. blurbs yeah and 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 then ever's like oh what are you doing it's like oh, i'm doing this thing made by blurbs mm -hmm. and then what, the, che the just... cheater the cheater blurbs <laughs> oh no uh, yeah. well that's the, that's the thing and it's like you know some people will fucking do that mm -hmm. but then it's the whole like you're constantly then like people are like well i'm not going to promote this dude on my fucking mm. on my channel and because like you know and it's like, essentially, you could do, like, you could download yeah. it, find out all the stuff, mm -hmm. and then never use it. And then just have it written down as a list mm -hmm. and be like, okay, so I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. Right. And then someone be like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm just doing a challenge. Yeah. Instead of having the, the whole, like, because it's like an overlay thing, mm -hmm. right? Well, you can have yeah. it as an yeah, overlay, so instead yeah. Of having, like, yeah, so instead of having, like, the overlay thing, you can just have it, like, there. Right. And then somebody's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm just doing a thing. Right. It's, and it's like, oh, but Blurb's thing's like, oh, well, I ain't using it, never. Right. <laughs> totally original idea on my part. <laughs> like, you know, like, because how content creation usually goes. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like that 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 might happen as well, because it's like, I'm I'm quite the same. It's like some fucking woman came into my chat, and, like, her message was really nice, in fairness, yeah. but she was, like, self-promoting a business, mm -hmm. and I was just, like, instantly, it's like, I don't care how fucking nice you are, yeah. the fuck out of my chat. Right. It's like, I don't I need I artists, and I definitely don't need artists coming into my chat mm -hmm. and being like, Hey dear, like first message was like hello dear or something. I was like, oh, this person's yeah. nice, and then boom, paragraph. I drew art. Oh, do you need art yeah, for? Yeah, yeah. I do mascots and this, and it's they're like cool. Mm -hmm. I have an artist for my fucking logos. I literally rebranded a few months ago, and I have an artist for my emotes. Right. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I get a lot of those on get Twitter a lot, but I don't designers. ever come to my stream. Thank God, I think they know better. But um, as far as that goes, like I have no problem promoting someone. Like if it was Blurbs and I was like excited about it, I'd be like, yeah, Blurbs did this. He's so cool. LOL, go check him out. That's just the person I am. But at the end of the day, I just don't think it's something that I would do well with because I am very forgetful. And I feel like I also would get very confused very easily with it. But I do think a lot of people are trying it out now and are really excited about it. And I love that. I love that the community like is excited about it. The next step for Blurbs is to set up a tournament where he's casting. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he's got he's got like five people on he's got like five partners or something. Mm -hmm. And they're all using like the it. Loops thing. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, and Jeez. someone's independently counting. And, yeah. and, and so, because say yeah. I, I just say I, I'd lose track of it, I think, just for me. Yeah. I'd lose track of normal streaming. So let alone yeah. a, a, an extra thing that I've got an extra button I've got to press, an extra button I've got to um, Yeah. And he needs to, to tell every and he needs to tell everybody that they're allowed to stream snipe before <laughs> the event starts. <laughs> Well, no, they just have them in different... Before have, the uh, event starts, have them, to everybody. It should be in the rules, yeah. No, but, but he, you know, like, have them, have them all 
like server hop for different ser- they're not on the same server mm-hmm. and then they then then they use his his app and yeah so you can get the biggest score yeah it'd be I think, cool then, I, yeah. I think he's got a lot of really cool ideas but i know blurbs is kind of a solo dolo guy so i don't know if he would i'm sure he could have a tournament it'd be really successful i think a lot of people would compete in it but it'd probably have to be like a solo sloop thing i mean he could do galleys but it's just like uh, not- Part of his I branding. feel like I feel like a lot of big CFTs partners and even little CFTs partners can make tournaments. I think even yeah. like you know, I'm pretty sure Behaving Beardly can get a beyond Sea of Thieves competition and yeah. you know have it will have all the fucking participants drinking beyond from, from, the from beyond <laughs> beyond shakers. Oh, I couldn't yeah. do it then. Oh. And then no, no um, <laughs> But yeah, have 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 all shameless uh, freaking beyond plug real quick. <laughs> shameless but, but plug. Like, yeah, what you can do is you can have Beyond cross Sea of Thieves again for a mm-hmm. beha- behaving beardly brawl, mm-hmm. and all the participants have been given a shaker and and some satches to drink and on, on yeah. when they're when they're in the tournament, and mm-hmm. you know it brings light to Beyond, it brings light to Sea of Thieves, and it's a and tournament. Drop flavor. Yeah. I feel like right. that'd be cool, but also if they did, so I know Beyond is kind of like. I feel like it's kind of like the UK's version of like what Madrina's is in the United States. So like, I feel yeah. like it'd be cool if they did like a tournament where it was like Madrina's versus Beyond, <laughs> and then had the the Madrina streamers versus yeah, the Beyond be streamers. A, but that would just be America versus Britain. <laughs> That's basically true. Pretty You're much, not wrong. Yeah, no. But it'd be cool. I think it'd be a cool idea. Everyone can use their codes. Be- and then the cool part about it is like if somebody came in your chat and they were like, oh, like what are you drinking? Blah blah. blah and like. Madrina's ship shipping rate and like I think it's kind of vice versa with Beyond and and uh, Madrina's. It'd be like oh well, there's Beyond partners here. If you're for, in the UK, you could go check their stuff out and like you could refer people mm. and stuff. But I don't know, just the idea. I think I think a cool concept would be to find everybody who's sponsored by a drink company, <laughs> find as many possible as possible. So you've got freaking like all these like crazy fucking. Yeah. You got like Beyond. You've got Gamer Subs and Sneak and Madrina's Juju, fucking Juju. Fucking juice, G Fuel, get all of them, Don't and then just ha- just get them, all, just get them all Don't to they. fucking fight each other, and be like, who's the best? Who's yeah, the yeah, best? Who's the the best? best? Which is the premium no. game of fuel? Yeah. Which one's unfair? <laughs> just have that fucking that thing of uh, that thing of Morgan Freeman no, in that wait, movie. No. It's like a hundred percent of their mind. That'd be funny. Oh, no, what, 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 and then just somebody there going, "Let's fucking go." <laughs> What you should oh, do is you should get you should get one of each one of each of those ones and and the the streamer that's partnered with them have them all meet in real life and just mm-hmm. con- put everything Fight. into one drink and have them all drink from <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like God. just the hoses in this big fucking chalice See if in the everyone middle. Dies. It's like who doesn't die yeah. of a heart attack? Yeah. Everyone's the, <laughs> is the Lord. Everyone blows up. Oh God, that'd be funny. That'd be a great idea. I think we just found the new SAT tournament. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, me and Chicken were actually talking about a cool idea, which I'm not going to reveal too much of. Yeah. But, um, like, uh, it's it's uh, more of a, like, because obviously all these, like, IRL events are, like, taking off and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, you know, the, like, there was the, uh, the, the Creator Clash with the, um, like, iDubbbz's boxing event, which was absolutely incredible, mm-hmm. may I just say. Who watched it? Did everyone um, watch that? I'm guessing. Oh, it was so good. Did you watch that? Did you, did you watch it, Katie? No. Did what you watch it? it? Gosling, yeah, Gosling, didn't know what YouTubers. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just a bunch of YouTube. It was just basically a bunch of YouTubers and content creators just beating the fuck out of oh, each other. Really? It was actually yeah. incredible. Oh, it was so good. Like, watching it is actually genuinely better than the highlights, yeah. which is usually unheard of. There was wow. even a, a, a female round with uh, Justin Minx yeah. and. Justin Minx and something Haley. She's a TikToker. Mm. 
Um, but that, that was incredible. Yeah. And that was the first female content creator fight. I love that. Um, but because, because of all these IRL events are like blowing up at the moment. And it's like, I know that uh, Barris decided to go a little bit um, bulu and start fucking calling people out and be like, we're going to fucking MMA fight, boys. <laughs> um, and that happened like, yet? For a while, I've been, been, <laughs> I've been thinking for a while, like, I, it was like, hey, it'd be kind of cool to, to do like a sock boxing thing. Yeah. And then like thinking about it, it's like, I don't really think I could talk it partners into mm. uh, letting each other punch each other in the face. <laughs> Me and Chicken were actually oh, sitting and no. talking and there's a couple of ideas that we were like throwing back and forth and yeah. we landed on one. And I, I was like, I think if, if it gets pulled off, I think it would genuinely be the biggest thing in yeah. the whole of Sea of Thieves since Disney, at least. <laughs> Apart from Disney, like that would be the only thing that would be like this fucking yeah. big if, 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 if it got went down. And like, that's the kind of shit that... I think I feel like this is the kind. That's the kind of shit that the game needs because yeah. it's like content within the game now is just same same. Mm-hmm. And like with the shit that Blurbs is doing, it's new yeah. and it's opening up a door for more mod content as well. Yeah. now. because it could do what's stopping somebody else from basically making a PVE version of it, or, or like you know right. what's what's to say somebody makes just like a rip off of it, or somebody is like you know um, oh, what's that fucking. So it's kind of like stream loots, but it changes your screen and shit like Is it that. Dixper? You know, yeah, mm-hmm. Dixper. Like somebody could make like a, some sort of like a Dixper situation. Yeah. And like somebody could even make it so like sound alerts is taken out from sound alerts, so you don't actually have to use sound alerts from streaming, and they could like just integrate it yeah. into like the game and shit like this. This it's just opened up this massive uh, possibility because now because Res signed off on one idea, yeah. it shows that they're open to it. Yeah. And. Um, if it's if it's good enough, it's it's just yeah. There's, there's so much more content, so I feel like IRL stuff, especially because I know that SOT TV, not SOT TV, SOT Fest are doing something as well, mm. and they're getting like they're getting people to literally like do something on the stage live or some shit like that. It's just like I take feel questions, like the more, I think, isn't it? Like a panel? No, that's the that's oh, the panel. Oh, yeah. no, they're doing the panel, but there's also like a competition or something within within it as well. Oh, I can't yeah. remember. Like I I haven't been keeping up with it properly because until like. Two days ago, I thought I wasn't going. Um, but like, so it's like I feel like that's the way that the content kind of needs to shift is like IRL stuff, right. and and you know new things like what Blurbs is doing, or, or like just just fresher events instead of just like the constant events that we we getting all the time where you see and it's just like you know um, like not to like discredit like Fleet Wars or anything, but mm-hmm. like Fleet Wars is like the one that's constant. It's it. It happens so much, yeah. I'd say. Not like, you know, it's it's not just like one a year or two a year. It's like, you know, we do this one and then like three months later they do yeah. another one and like two months later they do another one. I think and it gets to the point where people will just be like, it's just I think, another I think Fleet Wars. The main issue it with, just becomes another normal thing. Mm-hmm. I think the main issue with Fleet Wars is that there's no new features added to it. There's nothing mm-hmm. like, it's it's always two sloops and a galleon and if your galleon goes down, that's it, you're out. Right. There's, there's not mm. any, like, there's not a... Come back this time because this is new, and come back this time because this is new. It's it's we're gonna run the same event and neglect all the new stuff that's been added to the game mm-hmm. and yeah. do the same thing over again for the same yeah. charities. Yeah, I think it's a good thing that they have it like a charitable event, obviously. But I can see that you know it kind of getting stale after you know time and time and again. Like if it was an annual thing, I think there'd be a little bit more hype around it. Because it's one time a year, you know, you're going to be the winner of Fleet Wars, like kind of the way that other competitions run. But I see why they do it the way they do it, because they want to raise money and funds. And I think that's a great and noble cause. But at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. I think, again, if you do anything too much, that is supposed to be a big event. It's just going to kind of burn out a little bit. So I see that, too. But um, you were a commentator for that, weren't you? 
What? You were a commentator for Pleat, wasn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. it was actually great because it was my first time ever shoutcasting. It was cool because I was with Rage Trucks, who's the NAL shoutcaster. But I learned a lot, and it was really, really fun to watch like all the things go down. But there's things that could be avoided. I think there's things that they're learning every time they do it, and there's things that they're changing a little bit here and there. But I think the main format is always going to stay the same, where it's two sloops in a galley, and they just go at each other. And it's a cool idea, and I like mm. the idea because you never see that. Like it's not like unless you're in like an alliance server but then they wouldn't yeah. even fight so it's like weird but i like the idea of it because i don't think other competitions do that a lot of them are lash upstanding formats or you know different things like that like tdms and stuff but um i like the idea of it but i can see how having it every three months could be a little bit like okay me and, repetitive. Me and, vim, gave, me and vim gave them an idea and they completely brushed it away and were like we'll think oh. about it but they they never did it but what we what oh, our, what with the yeah idea our idea was is that you start so you have a each team has a sloop a brig and a galleon right and then the first fight is between the two sloops they go mm -hmm. in that that sloop sinks, then that yeah. sloop stays on, and it goes against the brigantine, and then the brigantine oh. comes in, and if they sink the brigantine, then the galleon comes in, and it's wow. a sloop galleon. So, and that means as well that you only need a maximum of four people because right. if your sloop sinks, those two people yeah. can hop onto the brigantine that has one person sit on it, mm -hmm. and then when that brigantine sinks, those three people can then jump onto the galleon that has right. one person on it. That's but true. I yeah, think, I don't think they were interested in it. Oh. <laughs> it was like yeah it was it was it was just like off the top of the head because it was it was it, it made sense it was like yeah have the sloops fight first or like yeah because it's all about like keeping the galleon up and it's it's that kind of like if you've ever played like smash bros or like brawlhalla or something yeah. you start you, you know you get you pick those three characters you go in as one character boom 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 that one gets knocked out you're the second character and you go in boom 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 right. that one gets knocked out your third character and it goes like that and that was essentially like the thought that we were like having behind that and 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 it's still a fleet, yeah. but instead of it, because because the thing is, like when we competed in it ourselves, it was so messy yeah. because because comms and it's the, like Curse Cannibals fucked anyway. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not even gonna mention that. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, salty about that mm -hmm. one. But you know, We're having fine. eight people it was in a VC with, with yeah. free ships. Yeah, having eight people in a VC, and then it was there like we we had yeah. a plan, and it was like cool, and then one person goes against the plan, which then like obviously butterfly effects, right. and it was like we had a sloop trying to cut in front of the galleon when we had another one that was like going off in the opposite fucking direction right. and then the galleon's like crashing into the sloop and then all of a sudden it's like boom 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 you get cannonball barrage and it's like we're really trying to fix holes from the sloop crashing and it's yeah. like it's just so messy to have those three ships like right fucking there mm -hmm. and i know that's down to like planning of the people who are like within the team mm -hmm. more than the actual event itself but i feel like having that more structured fight which is you know the, the, the two sloops the two brigs the two yeah. galleys and like you know whatever would have been you like even, a, you can even have a good it, idea um, or even run it as a separate event yeah. or you can even have it like a unique thing where you you go to the commentator and say okay with our brig galleon and sloop we're going to start with the brig and we're going to go galleon and then we're going to go sloop and then you don't mm -hmm. know the other person and then the other person goes we're going to start with galleon we're going to go sloop right. and we're going to go brig and then you match Be up interesting. and then you don't know who, what, what the order is. Yeah. Mm. I think the only like, thing... It's kind of like, like everyone would go galley first. Kind of like yeah. I think the only thing. thing with that is people would be like, well, we went sloop and they went galley, so of course they were going to win. Like, it would just be like a lot of that kind of talk instead of like... It's like, you, you should have picked fucking galley. Yeah, then. I agree. Yeah. But I did, I will say that during the Fleet Wars, I was seeing a lot of the same strategy. So I think like as this event has gone on, people have kind of taken notes on what works and what doesn't. And so, you know, I think this format really lends itself to certain strategies and doesn't lend itself to others. And I think it can be really repetitive. I think 
going forward because it's like we were watching the same thing like they would get a couple holes in the galley people would send borders and then you know that team would be struggling on the galley and you know they'd have their sleep sunk already or whatever and then like people would just board secure the holes and they'd win so it was like a lot of like the same thing um whereas it could be a lot of different combat in different ship types or like you know whatever whatever format you guys were like talking about whether it was just like sloop v sloop then sloop v brig sloop v galley or just like pick a random ship and go for it like it could lend itself to a lot of different strategies and a lot of crews to think on their feet which i think determines a better winner because if somebody has to adapt to a different play style then i think that you know round after round after round if you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again like you know and you win from that method like great that's a good method but like, you know, I think it takes people and crews adapting and having good comms. And I know a lot of crews played it differently. I was watching the voice chats during Fleet Wars and like a lot of crews had like all eight people in a voice chat. And I'm like, that's got to be really confusing. Like that has to hinder your gameplay. Um, but then some crews would break it up and have like the galley and then they'd have like, you know, uh, uh, two other voice chats or whatever. And so that helps them. But then but then it's like then your two other sloops are disconnected from your main galley and like you don't know what the strategy is, what the galley's gonna do, or like whatever. And if you're all talking over each other, then your comms are messed up anyway. So it's kind of like a lose lose, I feel like, in that situation, but I don't know. As playing two rounds of it, the first <laughs> the first no, obviously the first the first fleet wars, we won our first match and then we were knocked out by uh, basically an NAL crew. And mm -hmm. one was great. I mean, we all felt it was chaotic because of everybody being in the same voice. Yeah. Friends. We then, this time, separated. Yeah. That worked even worse. Oh, no, <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, so it's because we were fighting in a storm. Yeah. So the entire battle took place in a storm. And yeah. we, we, it was just carnage. It was chaos. We needed to be in the same voice channel. Even right. if, even if, even if it was chaotic. Yeah. I, didn't think it was effective to work as a crew as as a fleet of three ships when yeah. you can't talk to each other right so so you there needed to be uh, you're gonna have to take a compromise and the compromise i'm afraid yeah. for me personally is all eight have to be in the same channel because if you're yeah. not unless you've got some absolutely nailed down <laughs> plan yeah um and obviously we didn't practice fighting in a storm yeah we didn't practice to be honest but but ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, I, I think you have to be all in that same voice channel. Otherwise, yeah. you, you can't you can't talk to each other. Right. The best strat that yeah. I saw would, it was be to have all eight in the same VC and then uh -huh. have um have the galleon like the three three people in the galleon crew mute the other two sloops. Yeah. And then the one person uh mute one on each sloop and have um like a caller. Yeah. And then have the sloop one on the sloop mute everyone and only listen to his his caller right. and vice versa so you have yeah. to kind of mute and listen to just the callers which it works until the caller dies and right then the caller doesn't really know that well what's going on in the ship right but yeah, it's better I... than just having everyone shout yeah i would always mm. just assume like in any combat like if you're on a galley like having the helm be like the captain and just tell everyone what to do but then again you need someone who's on the sloops to also communicate what's going on so you at, at the minimum you have to have three people telling the group what's going on and communicating and stuff like that so i mean if you're someone who doesn't 
like galley much it could be really stressful because like you're used to hearing maybe one person tops in your comms and on stream so i could see that being a factor in a lot of people not playing up to par as well because it's like i've only ever sailed on a sloop or a brig and now i've got eight people talking and i don't know how to deal with this so like that i think that that rattled some crews this time around too was like a lot of people were mm. just like so confused of what was going on and stuff so i think practicing helps but like again there's also factors like um for this past one of course like you can't have cursed cannonballs but then that doesn't mean that pve doesn't exist so there was a crew that was really down and like was getting murdered by the other crew and then a skelly ship rolled up and popped <laughs> a ballast ball on them and sunk them with the ballast ball so it's like you know that was unfortunate for that uh, crew because it's like you know they th you could probably argue that you could have won that fight if it wasn't for the pve right but it's just it yeah you know it's just That's another thing as well and until rec and fully support these kind of things while having like more control over custom servers where you can yeah. control the supplies on their ship their spawn points their you mm -hmm. know respawn points uh, the spawning of megs, krakens, and uh, the storm, and you know, skelly ships. Like, yeah, it's still gonna, it's still gonna be sea of thieves. It's not gonna Absolutely. be an event. Yeah, but it's unfortunate for events because then it's like that plays a role. So yeah. you have to be mindful of that. But I do. The one thing I do agree with them doing was like again when the arena was taken out. I was like the 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 people I felt I think the most for were for people in NAL that created a community around it and it's like I'm glad that Rare made an effort to like make sure that they were okay and like you know provide them tools to like keep moving forward and keep doing what they're doing but at the same time it's just really it's got to be stressful because it's like now they have to figure out new game modes they have to figure out new styles and stuff like that but I think they're such a strong community that they are going to forge on and be fine but um, I think it was good that Rare at least acknowledged the existence of NAL and like is going to continue to support them moving forward. So that's I mean, they at did, least a good thing. Yeah, they, they did one good thing with that, but then they did another yeah. bad thing with the, the good boy. I know. Uh, oh, my that God. Was, yeah. That was uh, a whole you, mess. Uh, have, have you heard that <sighs> people are still get uh, people are starting to get it that hit 50 after the announcement? If you hit 50 after the after initial the announcement? announcement during that two week period where oh, it was man. still they're getting a yeah. the good boy set as well oh man i <laughs> it's really funny because i remember when the announcement was made i was so excited because i had hit 50 in sea dogs and i didn't expect to have hit 50 because i only did open crew in arena but i had only done open crew in arena for a while like since i had been streaming and so i didn't like i knew that i had hit 50 and then i like had to double check because i was like did i actually hit 50 but um, when they announced the good boy set, I had it. But I remember a lot of people being like, wow, I didn't hit it. And like being really upset because the, I think they honestly should have given people like a week at max to like get to 50 or like at least two or three days. But they literally yeah. were like, give, gave nobody any notice. And so I think a lot of people were upset about that. Um, but it wasn't meant to be. I feel like it wasn't meant to be something that was grinded for, though. Right. I feel like it was something that was meant to be to reward the people who had already done it, not right. expecting something. And this is the thing, it's because the, the Sea of Thieves community is so yeah. needy and entitled. <laughs> I think that that was... Like, they, like, that's probably the nicest way I can fucking put it, because it is. As soon as they get given something free, they'll cry for something else. Uh -huh. And um, I feel like that was... like I think the, the partners getting it was the massive nail in the coffin for Rez, like statement yeah. on the arena. Well, and it I was remember... hard. Oh, sorry. 
it was hard because there were people that I think we all like what I did on my stream was like the day they made that announcement. I had no idea what the announcement was going to be. I watched it live on stream and I reacted to it live on stream. So people in my chat that day knew that I had level 50 and that I was going to get the good boy set just like I knew. But I know other streamers probably reacted to that on their stream saying like, oh, wow, I wish I ground grinded more arena. Now I'm not going to get the set. And then they had the set. Right. So little bit of controversy there made them look bad when they didn't know that that was going to happen. Like they didn't know that that was going to be added. They didn't know that they were going to get that set. And a lot of people were like, I don't want to have this set because not only does my community know now that I don't have it, but or that I didn't like get the level for it, but I feel bad having something that other people worked really hard for. So, you know, I think in that moment, it kind of showed a lot of us in the partner program, like people who were really like wanted to do things the right way. Um, but I, I didn't, really get involved with that because I had gotten it because I got to level 50. So I wasn't like, I wasn't sitting there like having to make that decision, but I can assume that it was really hard for the partners that probably were like bitching about not getting to level 50 and then having it and their community being like, wow, like partner perks, like LOL, hashtag partner or whatever. Like people <laughs> probably made a big fuss about it. But, um, you know, I just, I feel bad for those people that had to go through that experience and not like they didn't ask for that, you know? Yeah. So there's three sides to that whole like situation though because it was yeah. like you've got the people who were like Beardageddon who was there like I didn't get 50 and I got I'm gonna rock it anyway fuck you guys because mm -hmm. he literally did not, not obviously not that you, yeah ad a little bit not exactly right. but that was essentially <laughs> what th that was the message I remember, I remember him yeah. saying yeah. To, like I'm gonna flex it I don't give a fuck I remember fuck, him saying to LD I was like are you mad are you mad that I've got it and LD was like yeah. well, I'm not mad but I'm pretty sure other people will be and he's like yeah I know right. <laughs> yeah, I know, and he's yeah. and he's like, I'm gonna fucking flex it anyway. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And then there's some other people who, um, who, uh, who. I think uh, the people. How, that... how do I word this without getting myself in trouble? <laughs> there's some people who asked to get it removed from their account just for the look mm -hmm. of it. Right. Right. Uh, n not naming any names, but like, yeah, there was there was a couple of partners who were just like, oh no, I I, I don't want it on my account because like it's just like enough. Right. I mean, that's I know that you're bullshit. And I know what you're like. A lot of public knowledge because they they put it on Twitter. You know, to mm -hmm. get that. Yeah, but like, yeah, no, it's not. It's not. That's not the point. I'm just not calling yeah. anybody out mm -hmm. for doing that exact thing because it's it's like three people i could just be like bang 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 and they all don't like me anyways so. <laughs> um <laughs> and then there was the third there's the third kind where um obviously like people who who genuinely was like you know got to 50 like yeah. me and you and and then there was the other people who um who genuinely did ask to get it removed to genuinely have it removed because yeah. they're like i don't deserve this whatever right uh, but then you've got the people like um unfortunately azuki shot herself oh. in the foot <laughs> and I'm turned around you. and was like oh i don't have it and everyone's like, no, all the partners got it. And she's like, no, I didn't get it. And then she's scrolling through her ship, uh, ship fucking cosmetics yeah. and boom, there's the good boy ship set right there. And it's like, yeah. you should have been upfront about it. Yeah, like there is rough. that possibility, you know, you could claim naivety and be like, yeah, oh no, I didn't know I was I getting it until a certain point. Right. But there's still that whole like thing. You should have just been like upfront and been like, no, I did get it. It's because I'm a partner. Right. Uh, I'm going to keep it because of X, Y, Z reasons. Or I'm going to get rid of it because of X, Y, Z reasons. Right. Um, and, and that just like, I don't think anything came of that. And I don't think like yeah. many people noticed. So I apologize if I brought uh, uh, attention to that. Azuki, I love you. Please don't, <laughs> like, please don't shout at me next time I run into you on the scene. Uh, but like, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, 
it it, it was really like that whole like situation was so yeah. fucking but that i think that fuck. that just emphasizes like it brings us back to the point of like communication on on Rare's behalf of like this is what we're gonna do and letting us know or or like before the fact i think i think the thing that Rare struggles with the most is being proactive and i think they're very able to be reactive they can you know backtrack and take things away and do things like that but i think they need to be a little bit more proactive not only with drops but with letting people know what they're gonna do and you know the next upcoming thing and i think it's just you know maybe they move at such a fast pace that it's hard to keep up or whatever but at the same time it's like I think the mark of a good company is being able to communicate with your audience and communicate with your partners and make sure everyone's in the loop about what they need to be in the loop about. And I, mean, I think it, it creates those situations, those uncomfortable situations for partners when they do something and then we have to uh, like no notice it and react to it live when we weren't in the loop about it. It just makes it look like, um, you know, there wasn't that communication there and nine times out of 10, maybe there wasn't, but it's just really sad because again, like we don't, we have to kind of take, we have to be at the, in the front lines and take the, the criticisms and everything that uh, about things that maybe we didn't even like know that was, were going to happen, you know, and we have to, mm. we have to do damage control sometimes when that's not necessarily what we signed up to do, you know, but that's part of being a partner, I guess. I mean, if, mm. if Sea of Thieves turned around and said, we're giving the good boys set to everyone who reached 50 before this announcement and our Sea of Thieves partners. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't argue it. You can't argue right. it because Rare have said that. Yeah. But because, because they were like, we're going to give it to everyone who hit 50 before the announcement and slyly give it to all our partners. Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> if you had just said that, we can't argue it. But because you're doing it slyly and trying to hide it, it's going to yeah. come up and people are going to be like, well, why are you doing this? Right. And they did give us an explanation mm -hmm. when when they told us that they were giving it to us. They did give us an explanation of why they gave it to mm -hmm. us, and it was just essentially along the lines of, "We want to reward you guys for your um, well, that's dedication what, yeah, that's, that's to, what Drew to the saying. game." That's what Drew was and, saying on Twitter. And I I totally understand that. Right. But it was dedication to arena. Yeah. Adventure and arena are two completely right. different kettle of fish, mm -hmm. and I, I and don't if they think, wanted to reward your dedication, being a partner they could have just given you partner sales. Yeah, right. exactly. They could have given us part of sales. Oh, fuck it. Give us the rare stuff sales. Right. Fuck. <laughs> Just like something... It, it, it could have been like anything, it, but it's, you know, something different. Or Because I think the whole way that they did the, the whole ship sets in general was dumb, mm. in my opinion. I feel like, obviously, and people argue, um, you know, I feel like if you hit level 5, you get the lucky rover. Yeah. If you hit level 10, uh, yeah. 10, then you get the lucky rover and the and the hungering scout or whatever the fuck, the Azure scout. And right. then if you hit level fucking 20, then you bam, bam, boom, and it goes up like that. Yeah. And then obviously people will be like, oh yeah, but I wanted the red one, that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. but they could have also done it where like Lorena's selling them. So if you hit level 10, you can buy one. If you hit level 20, you can buy two. Right. If you hit level three, you buy, you can buy three. If you hit level four, you can, like 40, you can buy four. If you hit level 50, you can buy five. Right. And you just get the good boy ship set given to you. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been a better way to have done that as a whole but then the whole like even yeah like you said if, if they just came out on twitter or in discord and was like hey we're giving everybody the good boy ship set who hit arena by this date and the partners right for their dedication to arena and the game mm. like even then i feel like whatever reason was put down you'd have that people being like oh well i'm dedicated to the yeah. game blah, blah, blah. and it's 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 that whole like fucking thing but yeah i think rare needs to be like like you said they're not very good at being proactive they need to yeah. yeah they're very good at reacting to things and 
And like as you saw with the like, I didn't even know the fucking that new beard was in, in the game, yeah. and it was gone before I even knew. Right. My sweet prince, I barely knew they sleep well. <laughs> I, I just like I was so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Eastern Jades but, on you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like it's they're they're really good at being like and 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 their their own damage control is pretty good. But yeah. then there's also been like um, what's, examples what's of them kind of leaving it blow over until it goes. Yeah. And then they go, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I do think though there was something to be said because I, I think as a streamer, like I think I realized right away, like the whole sniping thing and spawn camping thing, all that stuff like that we're seeing in adventure now. Like I think when, I think a lot of streamers didn't play arena a lot or stream arena a lot because they realized that that would put them at risk for a lot of those toxic moments. And so I think it was like, as a streamer who did arena, like knowing that you put yourself through that and did arena anyway, knowing that like people could find you and like snipe you and spawn camp you and stuff like that. And it was way more prevalent in arena. Um, and especially if you're a stream in it, then, you know, I think it was fair that you got a reward for hitting level 50, knowing that like a lot of people probably streamed it or even if you didn't, but like, I think for me personally, like I remember doing open crew arena, like the whole time that I was doing sea dogs was live on stream. So like the fact that I put up with stream sniping and spawn camping and all that stuff, I feel like it was deserved that I got like a, a set that maybe not everybody got. Um, and I know that there's some, some partners that were like, yeah, I don't deserve this. Like I didn't stream or I'm not, I didn't do arena. I didn't get to level 50, like whatever. Um, but at the same time I did, I, I felt a little bit slighted when they said that all the partners got it because I was like, I, I really could have gotten a lot worse stuff that happened to me in arena. And I, I powered through that to get these sales when some other, uh, partners might've just been playing adventure and playing it safe. So, you know, and then they got the sales as well. So I did feel a little slighted by that, but at the same time, like, you know, I do think that we as partners, um, we get a lot from rare. So it's like, I don't know. I, I, I just felt like, you know, it's just another thing that they were going to give rare, but I'm glad that a lot of people stepped forward and were like, I don't deserve these. I don't want these. Please take them out of my account. And I was like, you know, that's a good thing. That's a good thing that people do. Cause I, I don't know. I can't, I don't know what I would have done if I was on the other end of that. If they gave everyone like partner sales for playing the game for two years and I've only played it for a year and a half or whatever. I, I don't know if I would be like, please take these out of my account. I'd probably be like, these are freaking dope. I want to keep these, but you know, I don't know. So the fact that people stood up and said something meant a lot to me personally, but I know it could be taken a lot of different ways too. So I don't know. Yeah. I remember, I remember having like a little run in with uh, Drew, let's Drew yeah. on, on Twitter about the good boy. And he was like, well, mm those who got to level 50 in arena and played arena weren't doing it for the good boy right. so they can't be that upset and i turned yeah. around and i said well those who are cfd's partner that streamed and reached cfd's partner weren't doing it for the good boy so they can't be upset and he you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't respond to that because i used his own logic against him oh, it's I... like you can't you can't like you it's can't yeah you can't say that i got partner because of the good like for the good boy because right. you, not like you, you can't say that you got to level 50 for the good boy because no one knew that, that we were going to get the good boy right so to use that logic and be like well you didn't actually grind for the good boy it's like yeah, yeah. because we, we we grinded because we enjoyed arena we loved the game mode and we're sad to see it go right like like and get lsd uh, and tsd and shit yeah and unfortunately you know and and to have some of these you know creators and you know other random people who are now getting it because they hit either hit 50 after the announcement or mm -hmm. our cv's partner just didn't actually experience 
the right. proper arena as like like the best best time for arena was when yeah. they did Triumph of the Sea Dog. That was like the best time for arena. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I remember the first like I always remember this game, and I when Triumph of the Sea Dog was just added a week later, I remember getting into a game with Triumph of the Sea Dogs, Legendary mm-hmm. Sea Dogs, and these were like the first like yeah EU group, and there was there was like twelve. Yeah. 12 of them and then my crew and we came second and it was like these wow. are all triumph sea dogs these are all legendary sea dogs and like this yeah. is so big because they are you know grinding an arena yeah obviously it doesn't it doesn't mean anything now because you know pvp doesn't mean shit this is back <laughs> before like you know uh i think this is back before fucking five bombs and blunder bombs i'm guessing oh wow so yeah, yeah probably yeah yeah so so the 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 whole it's all RNG now and the fucking you know is chain shots are so weird fire spreads mm-hmm. you know and it's just like there's so much RNG to this game now that PVP is such a low mm. it's like the like on the on the on like a on like a circle of like the chart of things that's in this game PVP is like probably the lowest thing that actually happens mm-hmm. you have to actively yeah. seek it out and then that person also has to do has to be willing to PVP right so yeah yeah but and I can also see the, I can also see why people in the PVP community can feel slighted because again people got the good boy set and then like even with the Athena weapons like with LSD stuff too. Like, I can't even tell you what my chat looked like when they released the Athena weapons because everyone was like, oh my God, like I worked so hard for these weapons for LSD, for TSD, all that stuff. And uh, <laughs> now it's the They're same thing, but it's look, a recolor. It's just, you know? re-s- it's just reskinned. The Athena stuff was already reskinned, but like that stuff with the with the good boy, like, yeah. that is that caused, uh, in, in my opinion, they missed because of all the controversy behind that the athena 20 when they when they when they um, obviously before they announced the cap going off right. and stuff like that um and 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 this is the thing that confuses me because athena 20 and getting athena 20 in my opinion is just as hard of a grind mm-hmm. than than getting 50 was in a re- right. this is for me personally yeah. anyway right um, because I did a lot of my stuff solo sloop in arena. Like I'd spend there, I'd I'd sit there and like you know I couldn't sleep at like two three o'clock in the morning. I'd sit there and do like four games of arena right. and just just to keep that ticking up like every single day. Yeah. Um, but with with that, they obviously gave the good boy out, and then once they announced like okay, there's thirty thousand pirate legends, <laughs> that are yeah, level twenty, level twenty in Athena, right? Yeah. They should have. Not not could have, mm-hmm. should have been given something to acknowledge. Right. That. But because of the good boy stuff, I feel like that didn't happen. Right. And 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 then and then they've also kind of fucking done a U turn again on it with the new adventure mm-hmm. because obviously they brought out the shrouded ghost. Now to show people, it's like everyone's like, I killed the shrouded ghost because it was the adventure. Right. But what did they do? They went to the people who've already killed the shrouded ghost, and now people who will kill the shrouded ghost, and they now get the shrouded ghost figurehead. Mm-hmm. And it's just the like, I really think out of killing the shrouded ghost, which is a completely RNG based yeah. Meg fight, I've killed countless Megs. Mm-hmm. You can check my commendations. I've killed many of a big fish. <laughs> um, you know, it's just it's just killing a Meg. And like the arena, it makes sense. Getting fifty in that, it made sense to give the good boy right. stuff. When they were raising that cap, they should have gone to the people who who hit twenty, and that title, even if it was just that title, yeah. was just exclusively or like the people who were already twenty at that point mm-hmm. who could buy the, 
you know, that title between when they announced it and when the cap went up, mm-hmm. that title changed afterwards. Right. They could have changed that title afterwards so the people who already originally have it have a, a, an original title, which is whatever the fuck they had it as, and then and then they can go again and buy the, the new title right. as well, which is which will be the thing. Or, again, like, give them something to, to acknowledge the fact that because out of a million pirate legends, 10 million players, fucking... 30,000 people. Yeah. That's a that's a, that that's something yeah. that one that's a really bad fucking number. That's a really bad but number. Two but two that's that's a very small very dedicated yeah. part of the part of the um the community that has been completely overlooked and Goss made the funny joke about like well it's only 2% of the community you might as well just get rid of Athena then. <laughs> oh, Cuz no. that's what they did to yeah. Arena. Yeah. That's they, the thing like, they, and, they, and level, they didn't level 30 that. Like level level <laughs> level thirty Athena is only catered towards those thirty thousand people who are level twenty in Athena. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. literally who it's catered for. Yeah, but what do they have for the people that spent and, their life in an and we 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 spoke we spoke about this in the in the last episode. But I think they saw that number of thirty thousand people and they were like, shit. Um, yeah. Pirate Legend Pirate Legend Week. You can sell literally fucking anything to Athena to level you mm-hmm. up, and yeah. it's quadruple. Everyone yeah. can be twenty now. Mm-hmm. What was? Didn't no. they give us an eye patch for something Athena related? I feel like there was an eye. Oh patch. yeah, there's that silver eye patch. Even that, that yeah. they should have that given us a different. They could have given week. us a different variant yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. So they could have, you know, the people who were already level fucking twenty yeah. could have got like a, a glowy or blue version right. or a golden version Slam of it, or fucking something like Slam that. Or gold version. M. Some. Yeah. Exactly. That that's the thing though. It's exactly like the gold M. Like loads of people are running around rocking the fucking normal M. There's a ton of people rocking around with the little one on their fucking eye patch and there's a ton of people well obviously less people but there's a few people rocking around with the fucking golden m it's an exact same situation that could have been like that and it's the same with like the tankards for grogmanay like if you did last grogmanay before the one that's just gone yeah you've got the extra tick on it and shit like that so it's it's, it's stuff like that yeah yeah like there's the sword with the with the skull on it and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, golden, you know, golden sailor cannon. All that kind of stuff. Golden sailor and it's, it's not like they haven't done that kind of shit before and they've brought out stuff that's like very, very limited. Like right. for banana sales. It's just like the mm. like that's the biggest fucking yeah. like I should give it to thing. partners. And and the thing is, the be Well that's mm. the thing, right? I think that partners would be a lot less fucking needy as well and a lot <laughs> less like entitled. Like this is the best way to say yeah. it, because like some people are, some people like genuinely are just like super entitled about it. <laughs> They'd be less entitled if Rare came up to you and was like, "Here's a list of the things we can give you. You get to pick one right, fucking thing. Yeah. Don't give you the obsidian. Fuck the obsidian ship set. <laughs> you don't fucking want it. Fuck it. Doesn't matter because it, yeah, they drop it every now and again. But the only thing that you can actively give away out of that ship set is the capstan. Yeah. They come up to you and say, "Do you want the Twitch monkey? You can fucking have it. You want the banana cells? You can fucking have it. You want this? Yeah. You can fucking have it. But you only get one." Mm-hmm. And you can go up to him and it's like, hey, cool, I want the Whale and Barnacle Sniper. And I'm like, cool, it's yours. Right. Fuck it, yeah. have it. Doesn't matter. Exactly. You know? If it was just that one thing, it would call, it would so- solve a load of fucking right. shit. And then it would also, you know, but then again, with like talking about like kind of reviving the game and, and game modes and stuff, if they were to bring out little things, even if it was just like for one day mm-hmm. this month, you can do XYZ thing mm-hmm. and you can get the Wailing Barnacle Sniper Rifle. Right. People would lose their fucking shit. Yeah. And then next week, for this one day, you can get this 
you can get the mercenary blunderbuss yeah. people would lose their fucking shit but then everyone yeah. that worked for that would be super pissed it'd be like everyone yeah, that would, had it originally would be the like problem, no because it's only because it's only time limited to one day they've done yeah. this before and if and you look at the things that you've actually had to pay money for mm-hmm. like with the first two seasons there's a lot of things that are in those passes the shrouded ghost hunter costume yeah. the shrouded ghost um on a blunderbuss uh, that i already curse. had the crunch set that yeah the, the, there's a lot of shit yeah. that were in that it was in that which people had already bought mm-hmm. didn't get a refund off it after they bought the plunder pass and basically mm-hmm. it's like okay cool i bought the plunder pass why the fuck did i buy the plunder pass because i already had everything that was already in there right so it was it was i it, think it, honestly like they could like we were saying with the Fortnite stuff like they could bring all that stuff back in like a store like it was time limited like it's 24 hours yeah. you have to buy it or you don't ever see it yeah, again and it's like, and, like it's they like just 10 recycle times the value in blender in, in uh, doubloons so like yeah if it was like 100 doubloons it's now uh, like a thousand doubloons to buy this right mm. and they could scale it based on rarity and stuff like that but i mean that but then again you'd have to be very careful about what you put in that store you couldn't put like i don't know like the I day think, one but, eye patch obviously yeah, but I think, I think the people... No, there's certain things that wouldn't be like, yeah. like you know, obviously like six-pack yeah. capstans. Ferrymans wouldn't be able to go in there. Right. Um, you know, like the, the midnight blunderbuss wouldn't be able to go in there. Shit like that. But like, you know, old things that were in Bone the game that sales. people... Because this is the thing. People can complain about it as much as they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were playing the game back then. That's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. But this, these things are still in the game. Right. And the commendations that are tied to some of these things are also still in right. the game. There's the, but you just can't get it anymore, and right. like for for one reason or another, like it, how I see it, there was no reason for them to remove half of the mercenary set right. because half of it's still in the fucking shot. You can buy the whole outfit, yeah. you can buy the pistol, but you can't buy the fucking the blunderbuss and the and the and the sniper. Mm-hmm. And then with the like the uh, the whale and barnacle stuff, you can buy like the pants, the boots, the belt, the hat. But you can't, and the hook and the peg leg. But you can't buy the jacket, the or any of the weapons. It just right. doesn't. But you can buy buy its equipment. It doesn't make sense that they've just removed these little fucking pieces. Yeah. So it makes sense that they could bring that back as a time limited thing. Like maybe they took it out and then they had a another event in mind to like bring it back, right. which just never came around. Mm-hmm. But there's like it, they no one can genuinely like obviously people are going to complain. Everyone's going to complain right. all the time. But I, I feel like no one could actually genuinely complain about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. if it was just yeah like one day and it was just like yeah this is coming to the black market because that's essentially what i thought the black market was because <laughs> when i first started playing the game i thought the black market was like oh shit that's going to change right. like i come in there's the wild rose stuff on yeah. and then like i go away come back next week and it's the fearless bone crusher stuff right. kind of thing that's how i thought that the black market worked and then i just realized that it's just all fucking there yeah and then i missed out on stuff and they took it away and i'm not angry yeah i think that's, I think that's what sea of thieves is kind of going into like with the time limited stuff, they're being very careful with it. They're, yeah. like, they're not they're not doing it to the extreme that it used to be, where it was the whole Wailing Barnacle ship set, it was the whole Fearless Bone Crusher like tattoos and right. and it was the, the shark from the Megalodon. Now it's like um you know, like the Merrick's wife as a fucking figurehead and like <laughs> who who cares? Who honestly yeah. cares if they give that back out because it's it looks like shit. No one's running mm-hmm. that anymore and no one yeah. will run that because it just it doesn't go well with anything. Right. And, like, <laughs> but but like the problem is is that all the old stuff like yeah. like I said the Wayland Barnacle and the Phil they are so unique and yeah. they are so thought after yeah. in comparison to the shit that they're giving out now and I think they're doing that because eventually they may give that this 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 new stuff this new stuff back out mm-hmm. and no one will bat an eye because they don't give two shits because mm. it's not 
that good. Now, yeah. they're also starting to obviously give out like um, counterparts. So like obviously the Wayne Barnacle, you have the Silent Barnacle mm-hmm. um, with the there was another one. I mean, with the with the mercenary, they have the aristocrat. Yeah. So and the black dog. Mm-hmm. And, East, well, yeah, East, and Jade, East and Jade sets are reskin. Yeah. Ash and Dragon yeah. set. Well, this mm-hmm. is the thing. A lot of the rewards that they've been given on the Plunder Pass as well, like, has been reskinned. Yeah, like the like they've took pieces of sets and they've reskinned yeah. it. So there was like a the there was crusher, like a the Kraken um, skull. This yeah, brown. there was a yeah, there was that one. There was um, they gave like there was an emerald. Um, ocean crawler sword. There was a yeah. a, a knight. Sh- the, the uh, there was like a Wayland parrot barnacle. sword, which was like yeah, the gold whale and barnacle cannons. Uh, there was like a parrot sword, which was like looked like it had some sort of like ashen situation going on with yeah. it and stuff like that. And it was, uh, and I'm sitting there like, being like, where's the rest of the set? Right. Like the ocean hunter jacket looks sick. Where's the rest of the fucking set? Yeah. Like what are you doing to me? Yeah. There's no weapons for it. There's no nothing. But then they bring out fucking three other hunter sets. Yeah. And I'm sitting there being like, dude. <laughs> You already put that jacket in. Just, just finish the rest of the work, yeah. my guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I just, I feel like there needs to be like, since cosmetics are such a big part of this game, I think they need to have a way. Like, if they they added a way for people to get the older stuff in a way that was like actually genuine and not like we're just gonna reskin it and put it in this next set of drops or whatever. Like, if there was a genuine way for people to get it for like one day and one day only or whatever, like peop- that would bring so many people back to the game that might have missed it in the beginning like if you have people that missed a bunch of stuff in the first year two years whatever um because i know a lot of people started playing this game and then took a big old break and then came back and so like in that time that all these players took a break there were things happening there were cosmetics there were sets dropped so like if they gave people you know whether it was a purchasable purchasable set or like a commendation or whatever it was like if they gave people the opportunity to somehow acquire it i feel like a lot of people would come back and be like wow i can actually get all this stuff like maybe i can like you know grind to get everything in the game like not everything obviously there's some things that can't happen but i feel like it would it would reignite a certain population of the game that you know might have felt like they missed a lot and don't feel like they'll ever get it so it's not worth playing the game anymore but i mean like 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 me, like I've I played the game a year for a year and a half. Like there's so much stuff that I missed. And if I had the opportunity to get that stuff, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm playing this every day so I could get everything. And I have to at least sign in on, even on Saturdays and Sundays, which I don't play on Saturdays and Sundays because I need to see what's in the store. I need to see, like, it would be awesome. It would bring a lot of buzz, but you know, they, they also would be walking on eggshells for certain items, which I get too, which would be, you know, something they'd I have mean, to deal with. They could even do it like something like where they tie like the hardest accommodations to so say for instance you the one where it's like grade five for selling sorrow's chests yeah and now you can buy the way and barnacle blunderbuffs right uh, or like um grade yeah. five for killing 50 um hun- hungering uh hungering fucking yeah. megalodons and then you know you get something out like tying the hardest or like the 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 grade five variants of these Mm -hmm. um it also means that now people start killing megalodons it also means that people start looking for sorrows chests like what happened with the with the barnacle chests everyone everyone went fucking crazy for barnacle chests when they added (laughs) the silent button there was guides made on how to fucking farm barnacle chests, <laughs> and it was literally just a video being like, "Look for shipwrecks, yeah, exactly. and kill fleets." There you go, thank you, bye. Every guy stretch that out for ten minutes. Find shipwrecks, every yeah. single guy. Stretch that shit out for fucking ten minutes for that sexy ad revenue. <laughs> why don't you? Fuck all to tell you. Oh my god. Shipwrecks and hunt for skelly suits. Yep. 
Yeah, literally, like how I did it. I was literally just like, everyone was like, how do I go for barnacles? It's like, pop server, look for a reaper's chest, mm -hmm. go to that ship, yeah. hope for the best. If you see a skeleton ship, kill it. Right, exactly. You see a ship on the fucking side, give it a little <laughs> one of them, and if it's got nipples on it, then go pick it up. <laughs> Simple. Oh, man. <laughs> Alright, um, well, I guess that kind of wraps up the, the episode. Yeah. That, that is, it's been, what, nearly three Before hours? Before we finish. Before we finish, I need to ask Katie one Yeah, thing. what's up? Katie, do you have your headset on top of your hair right now? Yeah, I do. Okay, do you, when you normally game and you're not, like, doing it for camera and stuff, uh -huh. do you usually have your headphones like that over your hair? Yeah. I mean, my hair's under my okay. headset. Because <laughs> well, this is the thing, right? So, yeah. the majority of girls, when they're, when they're obviously the streaming, they're trying to give it the cutesy whatever, and they, and they give it the that. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. That's exactly what I was going to ask you to do. Because no girls oh. ever fucking sit there with their headsets <laughs> and they brush all their hair back and sit with it like that. I just think ever. it's comfortable for ever. me. But I, like I, this, because I have thick hair. So for me, like this is just uncomfortable for like the back of my head. I don't know why. But <laughs> I like if you have really thin hair, maybe that would work. But for me, like pushing all my hair to the back, it just like pulls on the front of my head. Then I guess you do it. No. Yeah, I mean, it really affects me. Can I just say one? Oh, glasses, can, right? I, can, can I just say one positive thing to wrap up with? Uh, though, yeah. It, it, um, it just looks going back to what we were talking to right at the start about diversity. Is mm -hmm. while we've been while we've been talking, I've just obviously just got Twitch on in the background. Uh, Cotton and cream um, as part of the uh, Asian Pacific uh, Islands yeah. heritage thing. She's on the front page again. She's been sat on four to four and a half thousand viewers. That's awesome. The whole time. She's been playing on the front page yes. for like playing, so, playing, yeah. playing Sea of Thieves, and, and just again, just, yeah. just shows what the art, the possible is. Um, yeah. If 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 you get the right promotion, if you you know if 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 we can get people front and center, so yeah, four yeah. and a thousand people watching Sea of Thieves, I, who normally wouldn't be. Yeah. I really watch someone who's not even a partner as well. Yeah, I really really hope that she's not blacklisted from the partnership program due to Mick being Mixel's mm. other half. Yeah, because that's just wrong. <laughs> mm -hmm. no. That'll cut. That'll spark a whole new controversy oh, if yeah. that gets out. She, well, she, that she, would, she, yeah. she should be everything they're looking for. Everything yeah. looking for. Hundred percent. Right. Absolutely. Literally. But, yeah. Before we go, it's all boxes apart from the beard. Give it time. Give it time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she'll catch uh, Anyway, thanks, P. It's been yeah. great. Do you want to plug your socials? Um, it's Katie Pierce, K-A-T-I-E-P-E-I-R-C-E-E -E -E on everything. So you can find me on Twitch with that, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, TikTok, all that stuff. But it's been a pleasure talking with you guys. I'm glad we have real conversations here about stuff going on in the community and uh, a lot that, you know, is great criticism. I think if anyone from Rare is watching this, take this definitely uh, and and see if you can do anything about it. But even just people watching in the community, uh, I think they could learn a lot and, you know, hear what we're saying about different things, which is really eye-opening. So I'm glad that uh, I had the chance to be on here with you guys. So thanks for inviting nice. me. No worries. I also think I also pleasure. I also think we uh pleasure. we didn't actually introduce you, but yeah, this is our guest Katie. <laughs> Hi, Katie Pierce, I'm Katie. You, can, you know you, you know her as the famous Sea of Thieves oh, Twitch yeah, yeah, yeah. partner. Amazing. Uh, on, on TikTok. Top to tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, background. 
<laughs> Just put this part in the beginning. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> right.